94.5 KLIQ, Hastings, Grand Island, Kearney, and all of South Central Nebraska. The high school football pregame show is brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Listen to this game and all Flat River Radio high school sports broadcasts at flatriverpreps.com. Follow along tonight on the live scoreboard at flatriverpreps.com. Now let's get out to the field for tonight's football game on the breeze, 94.5. The sun has set. There's a chill in the air. Clouds throughout the sky, 45 degrees here in David City for Class C2 playoff football in the quarterfinals on the breeze, 94.5. Caleb Henry alongside Trent Ockengay as we get ready for this one. Teams are warming up. We saw a number of different injuries last year or last week for Sutton. It looks like all of those players are ready to go. Also for Aquinas, that team looks big. A number of players out on the field. Looks like we're going to be in store for a great one here in David City. But as we Continuing along, we're going to go ahead and begin right away with the Ravenna Sanitation Coaches Interviews. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local yellow pages, beginning first with head coach Steve Raymer for the Sutton Mustangs here on The Breeze 94.5 and online at platriverpreps.com. I was born and raised here in Hastings, Nebraska. My mom was in and out of hospitals since the age I was two, and I lost her when I was six. Every time I walked past that room, the memories I had with her and being with her has helped me be a more empathetic caregiver. It's an honor to be in the presence of people that took care of my mom. They made me feel always at home and, again, like I was an extension of them. I am the person I am today because of them. You cannot teach compassion, you cannot teach empathy. That's something that's just a part of you. If I can just make a difference in one person's life, then I've, I've done my job. This is just the way that we care for our patients here and their families. I'm Megan Marble, Nursing Quality and Improvement Advisor at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. Welcome into the Ravenna Sanitation Coaches Interviews, now joined by the visiting team's head coach from Sutton, Steve Raymer. Coach, thanks so much for your time. Congratulations on advancing this far in the playoffs. Hey, thanks for having us on. So your team 9-1, and one, but let's begin with last week in that 22-7 victory over Battle Creek. They knocked you out of the playoffs a couple years ago, but you came out on top this time. How did that game look to you from the sideline? Oh, it was kind of the game we thought we'd go. It's going to be a defensive battle. And, um, you know, we, uh, and didn't create turn, you know, whoever didn't turn the ball over was going to have a good chance to win. And, and we were successful in that factor. As we get late into the season and into the playoffs, players begin to, to take more hits. Uh, it looked like a few had got a little banged up against Battle Creek. What's, what's their status and the general health of your team for tonight? You know, we're a little banged up here and there, but, you know, that's kind of typical for this time of year. Most of it's just uh, minor stuff with sprained ankles and stuff. But, you know, it, We've got uh, we've had a good chance to work all of our backups this year, and and we have some pretty good backups at that. So uh, we feel pretty confident about the guys we can put on the field tonight. I know talking prior to last week, you had said that you were making sure the twos and the threes were getting a lot more reps to be ready to go, and it looked like late late in that game, as a few more of the twos and maybe even a couple threes seeing the field, you didn't really miss a beat late in that Battle Creek game. Well, that's what we want to make sure that we have everybody ready to go that's going to play for us and. Uh, just so that, you know, you don't have an injury and it slow up something you're trying to do. And 
keeps our offensive and defensive playbook open to us all the way through. So, you know, that's something we've concentrated on all year, and we have another week of making sure we get that done and making sure we know what we're doing. Looking at this C2 field, eight teams left, only 10 losses combined, and all of those losses are either to teams still alive in this field or teams in C1. How tough is the top of C2 here in 2018? You know, I think it's really tough. To, you know, there's uh, teams that are all left are just all great teams. And, and you know, you're going to earn your way to the title, and that's the way it should be. And I think the way the system works out, uh, you know, we've got the best eight left. And uh, from that point on, you can't argue that we'll have the best four and the best two on the way, all the way. We've had your team Sutton on Platte River Radio's group of stations five times prior to tonight. Tonight will be number six. For those that haven't listened before or haven't seen your team yet, who's playing well for you on both sides of the ball? You know, I first give credit to our O line on offense, and that's uh, you know Brady, Braden Peterworth, and Jarvis Smith, and Garrett News, and um, Jacob Rogers, and Kinsa Rayford, and Tyler Ortman, and then those same group of guys are our defensive line, and uh, we kind of able to sub a few guys in and out and keep everybody fresh, and and then carrying the ball, we obviously have uh, um, you know Brett Simonson and uh, our quarterback uh, Jackson Perry, and our backup quarterback Cade Wiseman. Uh, James Grease and Jordan Davis do a great job for us. And then Seth George and Dusty Stone in the receiving core do a great job for us as well. We've been very impressed over our time watching your team with uh, with Stone on offense, but also the way he plays in that secondary. Um, also, he had an interception last week. Looking at your opponent tonight, 7-3 and three, Aquinas Catholic, what stands out to you about the Monarchs? Oh, they've gotten better each week. I mean, they start the season off 0-3, and, and then since then they haven't missed a beat, and they've beat some really good teams, so... You know, this will be very similar to the Battle Creek game. You know, take care of the football. Whoever establishes the O-line and the D-line and, uh, you know, field position will be a big thing in this game. So, you know, swinging that field position with one punt or a kickoff is going to be a big deal. So, you know, this is going to be almost identical to that Battle Creek game as far as the score and um, as far as what kind of battle you're going to see. There's been some recent playoff history between your two programs. You both met in the 2012 final and the 2015 quarterfinals uh, when these seniors were freshmen. How much is your team drawing from those experiences? Oh, we, you know, it gives us a great look. You know, teams change much over the years, and uh, you know they they uh, do a few different things this year, and we do a few different things, and uh, we're familiar with our opponent. They're familiar with us, so you know it's you know not 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 that much. Just that we know that what they're going to do and they know what we're going to do finally coach it's that time of year as you said every team is good top eight in the class what's it going to take for your mustangs tonight to be successful and get into those semifinals next friday i think we got to be patient on offense let our defense do the work and uh make sure that we uh swing the field position take care of the football and biggest thing is don't turn it over and try to create some turnovers we create a couple turnovers that may be the difference in the game that's sutton head coach steve Raymer. coach best of luck tonight looking forward to a good one uh, thanks a lot We'll talk with Aquinas head coach Ron Mimic next. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. Every team needs the right players in the right position to provide a winning combination. 
It's no different with insurance. You need to have the right coverages on the right policies for the right price to assure a winning combination. Contact our team at Kroll Agency for protection written through IMT Insurance. We'll help you customize an insurance plan for you. Kroll Agency, IMT Insurance, and you, a team that can't be beat. Continuing along with another Ravenna Sanitation coaches interviewed, now talking with Aquinas Catholic head coach Ron Mimic. Coach, thanks so much for your time before the game. Thank you. Thank you, Caleb. Well, let's start with uh, looking at your regular season. Two of your three losses are to top seed Centennial and three seed Norfolk Catholic. You also beat two other teams that made the playoffs. How did this regular season schedule prepare you for the playoffs? Well, early in the year, like you said, we played the. Uh, well, we started with SCOTUS, a pretty decent C1 school at the time when they were healthy, and then Nova Catholic, and then we played Punk and uh, Cedar Catholic, which were very competitive C2 teams. And then we got Centennial. You know, they're ranked number one or two, and North Catholic's the other team. And then um, uh, a North Band, who we made the playoffs, played Wilbur Tuff the first round in Shelby the last game. So at the time, we played five or six teams that were ranked um, in the top ten. And uh, it really prepared us well, considering actually we have a really young team. We have six seniors that play and six juniors and seven sophomores. And we usually have three to four sophomores on the field at one time. And uh, we had to grow up, and our kids competed well. Uh, we're getting better uh, right now. Uh, um, but it, it has forced us to play basically only one week did we go into a game thinking that, yeah, we are the better football team, and if we play well, we'll win pretty easy. You know, um there are other games that we end up winning decent, but they were bad, you know, thinking where there were battles going in. So our, our playoff, the nine of the ten teams that we played this year, going to the game were, were questionable results games, you think. So it, it, and preparation has really helped us to, to get ready for the, this time of year. You talk about your youth, but we've talked with a number of programs, especially at this time of year, about their lack of playoff experience. And, uh, well, for the Aquinas program, that's 18 straight appearances including playing at Memorial Stadium five straight years, winning four of those, have been knocked out of this round the last two seasons. But with all of that youth, how much does getting back to Lincoln come up, whether it's in, in team meetings or around school? Uh, really very little. I mean, uh, you know, we, we, it's one of the long-term goals. Kids would like to get back to Lincoln. Um, you know, the last two years we got beat by the state class C1 champions in, in games that were decided in the last minute both years. So we played at a really high level, and this year we're not quite as good. And we're in C2, but C2 is kind of up this year, so it's going to be a real battle. Um, and we're always just, uh, all we do is focus on the game in front of us. We never talk about the game. Even though I'm sure the kids would love to get back to Lincoln, these uh, these uh, seniors played us. They all got in the state championship game in Lincoln that year, multiple plays. So um, I'm sure they'd love to get back, but uh, we got a pretty daunting task in front of us right now. Well, that last trip to Lincoln included a quarterfinal matchup with Sutton, in which you were victorious. That's the matchup tonight. Looking at the Mustangs, what stands out to you, Coach? A really good football team, you know. They're 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 they're, they're uh, well coached, and they just they play, you know, in a, in a, a brand that I really respect. They're kind of simple. They line up and they play. They let their kids be football players, and they know what they're doing. And offensively, they're going to challenge you. They're they're they they're, they have a philosophy. They're going to run the football. We played them three different times in the playoffs. State championship game one year, 2012 and 2015, and this year they run the ball, and then then and they will run the ball out of different formations. A little different emphasis, but he uses his talent very well. Coach Rammer does. He's got two really good running backs who really can put it down and have pretty good, pretty good hips. It'll be tough. And the linemen are good blockers. They throw the ball effectively, and it, 
the team that uh, teams that really do one of the two things, either throw well or run well, are always a challenge because you you, you know that your 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 team is going to ask you. They ask you well. They're going to be tough. They're very good athletically. They they start about nine seniors, eight or nine seniors. Uh, they're four or five underclassmen. They play are good football players too. So they are a very talented football team, and uh, they're I, I think definitely the top. They're in the top three teams of the class. You know, Centennial and 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 Norfolk Catholic. I think the next team, and I've seen. I've seen the other teams on film, and uh, this team is is definitely, I believe, the third best team in our class, and they, they even have a shot of winning. Well, looking back at your team for a moment, Coach, you're averaging winning by two touchdowns throughout the course of this season. Who's playing well for you on both sides of the ball, especially some of that youth having to grow up over the course of the season? Actually, our best position probably is a player is a senior by the name of Zach Cromie, an offensive Alignment and defensive line force. He's playing really well. He's about, our biggest kid is about six foot two thirty. And then after that, we just got a menagerie of kids that really uh, we got the Chad Nyberg's a nice two way lineman, and Connor Adams a nice two way lineman. Of course, we have a nice kicker quarterback combination. Nolan Hartman, Cal Napier was a sophomore, is a leading rusher, a leading receiver, a leading score, kick return kid. Our uh, four leading uh, tacklers are sophomores, you know, linebackers. So we got a Lavisky kid, a Cobes kid, Nolan Eller kid. You know, they just they're 160 pounders. We have a lot of 160 pounders. They're just good football players right now, and uh, and that's what we have. We we really don't have a, a person who stands out. But again, when we put somebody on the field, all 11 guys are very competitive football players. Finally, coach, looking at your team going into this uh, this playoff game, quarterfinals. What do the Monarchs need to do to be successful and get back into the semifinals? Well, you know, it'd be great to get semifinals. We've been there seven of the last nine years. It'd be nice to get there again. Um, is uh, there's a cliche in in that fact is it's turnovers and field position, but um, it, on defensively it's going to be a gap integrity because we we have to have you know we're a gap defense and most teams are, and uh, we have to be able to make sure that we're, we uh, get our heads and our hips in the gap to where we don't leave a big seam for their their quick athletic running back. Uh, offensively it's first down we have to want to get four to five yards on first down a lot of times. So we can control the ball in terms of getting first down and flipping field position. For us, it's basically being gap sound on defense and offense, doing what we do, which is we're a running football team and we are kind of a first down team. We get a lot of first downs. We're not an explosive team. We don't, um, uh, you know, we were just a little bit too young to be real explosive. We're not real fast. We're quick, and we can get a lot of five and eight yard gains. It's tough for us to make a lot, that's a lot of long run. So uh, just. Uh, Good uh, ball control and offense and a defense gap integrity. That's Aquinas head coach Ron Mimic. Coach, best of luck this evening. Looking forward to it. Thank you, Caleb. We'll have starting lineups next. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters now also located in sutton adams county bank meets your personal and business needs experienced adams county bank employees provide excellent customer service and know customers by name the adams county bank supports local organizations making a difference in the lives of people living here decisions are made quickly and by people living in the communities adams county bank serves large enough to serve your personal and business needs yet small enough to know you 
Let the Adams County Bank show you what they have to offer. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. 94.5. Continuing along with the Mary Lanning Healthcare pregame. Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration in David City. Let's go ahead and get those starting lineups. Aquinas won the toss, deferred. So Sutton will have the ball to start this game, and let's start out with the Mustangs, 9-1 on the season, and their offense. Starting on that offensive line, 235-pound senior, number 64, Kinzer Rayfert. 215-pound senior, number 66, Jacob Rogers. He'll also play some fullback at times. 235-pound junior, number 70, Jarvis Smith. 240-pound senior, number 73, Garrett Noose. 285-pound junior, number 74, Braden Peterworth. Tight end is 190-pound senior, number 18, Seth George. Wide receiver, 175-pound senior, number 2, Dustin Stone. And 195-pound senior, number 20, Jordan Davis. The running backs, 170-pound senior, number 5, James Grease, who will split out wide as a receiver himself. 180-pound senior, number 7, Brett Simonson. And quarterback, 200-pound junior, number 1, Jackson Perrin. The 9-1 or the nine and one Mustangs are coached by Steve Raymer. Now for the Monarchs from Aquinas Catholic, 7-3 on the year. Starting on the defense at nose tackle, 238-pound junior, number 66, Owen Schramm. Defensive ends, 209-pound junior, number 65, Connor Adamy. 233-pound senior, number 78, Zach Cromey. Linebackers, 169-pound sophomore, number 44, Keegan Levitsky. 156-pound sophomore, number 54, Brett Kobza. 154-pound sophomore, number 55, Nolan Eller. Middle linebacker, 208-pound junior, number 75, Nolan Schultz. Outside linebacker, 161-pound sophomore, number 3, Kyle Napier. Cornerbacks, 160-pound junior, number 6, Braden Smith. 146-pound junior, number 8, Caden Kozaszek. And the free safety, 157-pound senior, number 10, Michael Raruka. The Monarchs are 7-3 on the season and coached by Ron Mimic. Plenty more to come from the Mary Lanning Healthcare pregame from David City, where we've got the Monarchs of Aquinas Catholic taking on the Mustangs of Sutton here on the Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. I was raised in a little town eight miles southwest of here. And from my first day 18 years ago, I loved working at Mary Lanning because of the people. My daily routine is I get in and see as many people as I can, see if there's anything special that they would need. It's just about being there. I graduated with a full ride scholarship to Colorado Art Institute in Denver, and I turned that down because I wanted to be a cowboy. The artwork that I do is very, very soothing for me and it just relaxes me and it lets me realize I've just been very blessed. My name is Ron Meyer. I'm a customer advocate for Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. With Golden Harvest Corn, you are planting the science of tomorrow today. Higher yields, bushel after bushel of industry-leading, consistent performance, and leading-edge traits. This is what makes up the future of farming and golden harvest hybrids. Contact your Syngenta Seed Advisor, Brent Woodman, in Kennesaw for details to grow more corn with golden harvest hybrids. Brent and Sarah would like to wish all of the KHS students a successful year with sports and academics. Go Big Blue! The Breeze 94.5 
along on the Mary Landing Healthcare pregame. As we said, it's Class C2 football playoff quarterfinals, also quarterfinals for A, B, C1, and six-man. Let's look at the rest of the field for Class C2 up on the other side of the bracket. It's top-seeded Centennial playing number eight, Bancroft, Rosalie, Lions, Decatur. All of these kickoffs are at 7 o'clock, so none of these games are going to get um, over significantly before any of the others. Um, winner of that game will play in the semifinal. Winner of number 5, Wilbur Claytonia, and number 4, Oakland Craig. So it was all chalk on the top side of the bracket. Number 3, Norfolk Catholic is hosting number 6, St. Paul. So as we said, still chalk through there, but then here is where we had the one upset in C2. Aquinas Catholic defeated Donovan Trumbull last week, and they are taking on number two, Sutton, here on the Breeze 94-5. So let's look at these two teams. Trent, we've had Sutton throughout the year. This is our first time getting to see Aquinas Catholic, but we've talked with the coach. We've talked with a number of other folks here. Um, let's start out with Sutton, though, in the Mustangs. Uh, talk about them for a minute and also what they need to do coming into this ballgame because they, they just don't have quite that playoff um, tradition, although they, they've been playing really well that Aquinas has over the last uh, two decades. Right, yeah, Sutton's made a run in the past, but uh, none of these kids were on the team. The, Sutton's 9-1. and one. Uh, They're led by Brett Simonson, Jackson Perrin. They're the one-two punch. Both guys are over 1,000 yards on the season. Simonson getting close to 1,500. So uh, if Sutton wants to do anything tonight, if they want to advance in the playoffs, it starts with those guys. They have a big offensive line up front. They really like to get the ground game going. Um, if it comes to it, they do have the ability to pass. They've got some nice weapons on the outside, uh, like Dustin Stone and Seth George and Jordan Davis, guys like that. Uh, James Grease, he's, he's another guy who can just um, break open a game on a single play. So, But, you know, Sutton offensively, if they want to um, be successful tonight, it starts on the ground. And now for the home team, Monarchs, all kinds of tradition. A few years ago, went on a run, making it to Memorial Stadium a number of times in a row, only losing one time once they got there. Really trying to get back. A lot of youth. What can we expect from the Monarchs? Yeah, they're a really good team. They you know they started out slow, but they played a heck of a schedule. Um, they're 7-3. and three. Uh, They handled Donovan Trumbull last weekend. Now, they have eight state titles, four since 2011, that, and a runner-up. Uh, this is their 39th playoff game since 2008, so they know, um, as a program, they know uh, this situation, that you're in the quarterfinals, you're one of the top eight teams. They've been here a lot. They're going to run a double-wing offense. You're going to see a lot of pulling guards and counters and options and end-arounds, um, and then they'll hit you with a, a fullback trap when you're not expecting it. Uh, you can't sleep on the fullback ever. So, As we talked with the coaches in the pregame, they have met. There is recent playoff history, and it's actually both of their playoff um, times that they've played each other. 2015 state final game, Aquinas won, or 2012 state final game, and the 2015 state quarterfinal, um, where, again, Aquinas won. Aquinas would win state championships both of those years. That 2015 year, these seniors, four Sutton, were freshmen on that team. Now, uh, we, we haven't looked back to see just how much playing time they had. This is a really senior-dominant team for the Mustangs. But how much do you pull? Um, as we talked with Coach Raymer, he said that gives them something to grow off of. But, Trent, how much do you pull from those state um, appearances playing against that team? Well, I mean, you get that experience. You don't see their type of offense a lot um, in south-central Nebraska. You'll see it a little more in northeastern Nebraska. Uh, Wakefield used to run it a lot, very successful with it. And uh, David City Aquinas has been running it forever. This is uh, Coach Mimic's 29th season. Uh, but So if you see it once, you kind of remember how it goes. But, uh, yeah, you can gain a lot of experience by just seeing a team before. And these two teams, as, as we talked with Coach Raymer, the top of C2 is so good. The only losses any of these teams have are to each other 
or to C1 schools. So we're talking about that depth of Class C2. You played in C2 um, back in the late 2000s. This looks just about as deep as when Blue Hill was making their runs. Yeah, it is. Um, and you got like guys like Norfolk or teams like Norfolk Catholic. Uh, they've got Husker commits and Husker walk-ons um, all over the place. There's a lot of athletes everywhere. The whole field is deep. Those top four or five teams, really good. All right. We've got plenty more to come for the Mary Landing Healthcare pregame. It's the Mustangs and the Monarchs on the Breeze 94.5 and online at flatriverpreps.com. At Sutton Lumber, we're proud to call Sutton home. If you're proud of your home and have projects coming up, from construction to fix it yourself, visit your hometown store. Sutton Lumber, a proud supporter of our Sutton area student-athletes. Get more than you expect Direct. It's time to power up and save at Mattress Direct in Hastings. While supplies last, get a Queen Beauty Rest mattress and power base for only $9.99. That's a savings of $250. Not only do you save big on a Beauty Rest mattress, you also get an adjustable base that has a built-in sleep tracker sleep monitor. Now that's getting more than you expect. Mattress Direct, next to Furniture Direct on South Burlington and Hastings, and find even more savings online at FurnitureDirectHastings.com. George's Aerial Spraying in Sutton offers many spraying services. Bill George, owner and pilot, offers crop care by air. Call Bill today for more information on spraying services at 402-773-5581. That's 773-5581. The Breeze 94.5. We're about to get the national anthem underway here on the Breeze 94.5, so we'll bring it back in about two minutes here on PlatteRiverPreps.com. Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. Do you have a passion for athletics? Are you a former high school or college athlete looking for ways to stay involved? The Nebraska School Activities Association is asking you to grab a whistle. Officials are needed in every high school activity and are essential to the future of the game. Visit nsaahome.org for more information. Grab a whistle and contact the NSAA to get registered. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. Call Clay County Tree Service for all your tree trimming and tree removal needs. Clay County Tree Service is insured and offers free estimates, affordable pricing, reliable service, and on-site job cleanup. Call Brandon today at 402-984-7346 for Clay County Tree Service. That's 984-7346. The Breeze 94.5. Welcome back into David 
the city want to let you know that we'd like to thank our sponsors for letting us do state high school football uh, coverage like Mary Landing Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. So Trent, as we're getting ready for this ball game, uh, we're going to go ahead and see Sutton come out with the ball first. Um, what can we expect? We, we know that a few of our, especially offensive players, have gotten banged up. What can we expect from them uh, as they come out for their first possession? Just want to see how you come out and uh, perform because uh, a few of those guys have been banged up. So uh, it's really taking that those first couple hits because when you get in the playoffs during practice, you don't, you know, you, you're not hitting each other in practice anymore. You're trying to stay as healthy as you can. Uh, you played a lot of football. You know what you're doing. So uh, it's about coming out and you know it's it's chillier out. We're in the 40s. Um, it's get it's taking those first hits and seeing how you respond. Uh, whether you got a ginger ankle or you know some bumps and bruises. So. Um, and now for for uh, for Aquinas, as we've looked at these two teams, we went through their rosters. And I'll tell you what, right now, we got a ball game to play tonight. But looking to next year, the amount of youth on Aquinas and the way they've played this year, watch out C2 for the Monarchs next year. But that youth has had to grow up over the course of this year. Sutton, very senior dominant. What does the defensive side for Aquinas have to do on this first possession? Yeah, just come out and. Uh, get penetration, get a stop right away. If you know youth, when you come out and you start a game down a score, say something comes out and scores, if you're down, I put some doubt in your mind. And as a, a senior laden team, you can handle that a little better. But when you're a little younger, um, it takes a little bit more uh, determination to get over that thought of, hey, we're down seven nothing. Maybe we can't do this. But uh, so a stop on the first possession is really key for them. And tell you what, if it is a if Sutton does score first, it's not going to be seven nothing because for anyone that hasn't seen the Mustangs play, they do not kick extra points. It, it's two or nothing every single time. And well, it's not that we don't know if they have a kicker or not. They just haven't trotted one out there. <laughs> All right, we're ready. Let's go. C two football. I love it. Nolan Hartman is going to be the one ready to put his foot into it. A bunch of, I and mean, we've seen Sutton get some great returns, but we've also seen a couple of times that, especially when they played Donovan Trumbull, started out with a fumble on that first kickoff. So as we talked with Coach Raymer and we talked with Coach Mimic, turnovers, special teams, big parts of the ball game, and we're ready, we're ready to go here on the Breeze 94.5. Caleb Henry, Trent Ockengay, C2, playoff, quarterfinal football. Ball is going to be picked up by Grease on his own five-yard line, following blockers around to the 20, now to the 30. He'll be brought down at the 31-yard line for the Mustangs' first possession. I know we talked with the, the Coach Raymer about the injuries from last week. He says everyone's healthy. How much, as, as a as a player, as a young man, does that go into your preparation into the next week, knowing you got a little banged up? Well, it, it can creep into your mind a little bit. So, you know, coming out on that first possession, taking that first hit, it's important to just get over the fear of the injury or the, you know, the nagging, lingering um, ailment. So uh, you come out, take your first hit, you, then you find out, hey, it's okay, I can play, and then and then you're okay. We've got single receivers, both sides, whole bunch of ends in the ballgame, very wide splits. Perrin in the shotgun, Simons into his left, and now they're going to reset Perrin will walk a little bit closer, kind of a shorter shotgun. Simonson now behind him. He'll take the snap speed option to the near side. Late pitch to Simonson, who's going to run past the 30 and past the 40. Hurdles his own blocker, Grease, on that sideline. That's going to be a first down on one play out to the 43-yard line. Well, any questions about Simonson's health were answered there because um, he 
met a defender and just jumped over him to get 12 yards on the first carry. Excellent blocking on the perimeter by James Grease. Took took the corner and just uh, and shoved him out, and that allowed the lane for Simonson to pick up the first down. We do see Simonson wearing a pad on that left arm. Speed option to the near side again, pitching it to Simonson a little behind, but he catches it at the 45, now past the 50, other 45 before being brought down on that far side by Nolan Schultz for the Monarchs, but anything right now, as you said, for Simonson or Perrin, both of them moving really well to start this game. Yeah, they're running really good, so they're another option out to the far side, and the and the perimeters blocking is holding up really well, and the linemen are holding up on all, they're winning all their individual battles, getting to the second level. Uh, great start for Sutton. Keeping that same formation, very wide splits all the way across that line. Uh, Grease, the single receiver to the near side, Perrin in that shotgun with Simonson standing behind him. Single receiver to the far side is Dustin Stone. They'll reset with Simonson just to the right of Perrin. And that's going to be a quarterback draw. Great block by Simonson. Perrin's going to go out past the 35, almost down to the 30. Stone setting wonderful blocks on the far side at that receiver position, too. They're very close to a first down. They're going to give it to him. Three straight plays, three first downs. Yeah, that's a great start for Sutton. Um, that's a really good sign for them because, um, you know, we, we had some questions up here. We're not at practice, and, and coaches aren't going to say a lot about injuries, but uh, Perrin looks healthy. Uh, solid 10-yard gain on the keeper there, just a quarterback lead through the middle. And Stone was one of the young men that came out late in that ball game last week as well. He's got no problem going setting blocks on the edge. Same formation with Simonson behind Perrin. Pitched on that option to the near side with Simonson. Not quite as much room, not a first down that time. And actually, they might be brought down in the backfield trying to see where that spot is. Nope, they're going to pick up four. Hard to see exactly where some of these are as we are right on top of this field in David City, second down and seven. Yeah, they're really drawing Aquinas out to the perimeter now. A defensive tackle made that play, so there's going to be room up the middle. Coming to this near side with a speed option again. Pitch to Simonson, who's going to run just inside the 25, inside the 20, staying in bounds somehow, and he'll be brought down just outside the 10-yard line. Chance for a first down once they get inside that 10, but I'm not really sure how Simonson managed to stay in bounds for about seven, eight yards of that. Yeah, he just he's just tiptoeing across and uh, kept his balance. He's a good running back. He's got very good balance and agility, and uh, he just keeps those legs going. Yeah, both... Both backs for Sutton are healthy, and they're looking good so far. Only about two minutes into this ball game, Class C2 football playoff quarterfinals. Now everyone's in tight. No one's out wide. Jacob Rogers in at fullback. Wiseman under center. It goes Wiseman, Rogers, Grease, Simonson, that Maryland eye. Now they're going to run that ice to the far side with Simonson. Bounces through one tackler and then through an arm tackle. Looking at where that spot looks like that might be short of the first down. So going to be a second and short from about the three-yard line. Rodgers, uh, from his fullback position, came through and had an excellent kickout block on the linebacker there, and that just opened up a huge hole for Simonson to run through. Just a straight power Maryland eye. Uh, you don't see it very often anymore, but um, Sutton has, just has so many big kids who are able to block, and, and they use it to their ability. We see that same formation now. Wiseman about to go under center. Split's not quite as wide on the guards, and now they're going to just run that same play with ISO to the right side. Simonson lowering his shoulder and crossing the goal line is what we saw, and they're going to say he's short. So that's going to at least be a first down, first and goal from the one-yard line. Yeah, and, and they're going to come out, and we talk about this a lot, but you know, quarterback sneaks are uh, never 
haven't failed in a game we've watched so far. So uh, Sutton likes to take 66 James Rogers and just kind of push the quarterback through that hole. So the quarterback on the quarterback saying he'll just come up to the line, find the hole, and uh, pick a spot. They'll either do that or run that same ISO because it's working. And we've seen Jacob Rogers actually push Perrin earlier in the year for about a 12-yard quarterback sneak. Instead, they're going to run the ISO to the right side, and Simons is going to run in untouched from one yard out. What a way to start the ball game and set the tone for the Mustangs. 8.44 to go in the first quarter. Yeah, incredible start for Sutton. Uh, Simonson came out seven carries on that drive, 69 yards, and uh, they give him the touchdown. He deserved it because he was the workhorse there. Uh, Perrin did a nice job, too, drawing defenders on all those options. Um, so Aquinas coming back out on defense they're gonna have to make some adjustments maybe um, account for Simonson a little more um, and try to make pairing hurt you on some of those options but I mean they have been unstoppable running these Maryland eye formations extra point and they'll just run that same play to the right side Simonson will get hit at the goal line but he'll take it in for two points so what a scripted first drive for the Mustangs who strike first here in David City as it's the Mustangs 8, the Monarchs of Aquinas Catholic nothing. 8.44 to go in the first quarter on the breeze, 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Berg Insurance Agency in Kennesaw has got your crops, farm, home, and autos covered. See Keith Heyer and Lorna Pritchard today at Berg Insurance Agency in Kennesaw. They have been protecting this area for years in a relaxing and friendly environment. Berg Insurance is a very proud supporter of all the area high school sports and would like to wish all the athletes the very best of luck. Berg Insurance of Kennesaw. Relax, we've got you covered. The Breeze 94.5. Getting ready for the kickoff from Cade Wiseman, who is number eight, and that's how many points the Mustangs have as they lead the Monarchs of Aquinas early in this first quarter. Upset alert, though, over on Power 99. It's number two, Wilcox Hildreth, trailing McCool Junction at the half, 30-10. to 10. Again, that game over on Power 99. We're here on the Breeze 94.5 and online at Platte River Preps. Caleb Henry, Trent Ockengay, producer-engineer back in the studio, Steph Brubaker. Wiseman trotting up and will get a nice little kick over to the near side. It's going to be caught at the 20 by Kyle Napier, who's going to run all the way across the field. Now he's past the 25-30, tripped up just inside the 35-yard line. Looks like they'll call it the 33 or 34. What can we expect from Aquinas coming out on offense? Now they want to – they got bullied there on defense coming out. So offensively they want to come out and set the tone, uh, really try to establish a line of scrimmage, and uh, they're going to try to lean on something. They're going to do a lot of misdirections, a lot of um, stuff to throw you off. They'll do some false pulls and uh, send some guys in motions. Uh, It's really hard to see where the ball is. Napier under center, or motion going to that far side with Napier. They'll throw it to Napier on the pitch, and he's going to slide just shy of the first down. And they'll run a number of different personnel into the ball game, both under center and on these wing backs, as well as out wide. Yeah, it kind of looks like Georgia Tech's offense. It's, it's similar. It's not exactly the same. Uh, sometimes they're single wing, sometimes it's double, sometimes they'll run um, you know, some power isos. Napier is the wing back on this near side. Looks like it's Hartman under center. Napier going in motion to the far side. They'll hand it off to the fullback going up the middle, trying to see where that push was and what they'll give him. Probably a first down out to that 45. Yeah, and Sutton's going to get tested uh, really for the first time all year with a running defense because, um, you know, we haven't seen a lot of teams just heavy run the ball like like uh, Aquinas is going to do. They're a lot of quick hits, so they want to be quick with everything because uh, 
it takes you a while to find the ball. So the quicker you're on offense, uh, the, the better advantage you gain. That was Zach Pandorf on the one-yard run. He's in at fullback motion now coming to the near side. Getting the pitch is Andy Lyons, who's got a little bit of room, dancing around a couple guys. He'll jump across the 50 and be short of the other 45. Now into Mustang territory. The Monarchs moving the ball really well on their first drive. Yeah, and we expected that coming out. They're playing so well here uh, late in the season. They, You know, their only losses this year, Columbus SCOTUS Class C won the two-point loss. They lost to Norfolk Catholic second game of the year, and then they lost to number one Centennial by seven. So, I mean, they're a really good team. Even They're young, but they're really good. Second down and two from the 47. As we said, it's Hartman under center. Everyone in tight with that wing. They'll hand it off to the near side with Pandorf at the, out of that fullback position. He'll run across to the 44. That's going to be another first down. Yeah, and that's key. If you can pick up those um, those short down conversions, second and one, second, second two, third and one, um, as you go on through a game, especially when you get in the playoffs because a lot of teams can move the ball within the 20s. It's what you do. You know, you got to convert on short downs, and you got to take care of the ball. That's how you. That's how you advance. Both teams love to run the ball, just very different styles. Hartman under center, handing it off to Pandorf again, going to the right side. He'll get pushed back, but not until he picks up three. Yeah, and as as Sutton goes on, they're going to kind of get a feel for the offense because until you can run it and scout team all week, but until you actually run it against other varsity players, it's hard to actually get a feel because, you know, Aquinas, they know how to run their offense to a T. I mean, uh, they're a well-oiled machine. So once Sutton sees it a little bit, that could help them. Again, that same wing formation. Hartman under center. Motion go to the far side with Napier. They'll hand it off to Pandorf going up the middle, and he'll get across the 40. Looks about where they're going to have. No, they'll have him right at the 40, so third down and five. So they're trying to run up the middle with Pandorf, and they're getting yards. Uh, third and five, third and six, fairly manageable. But what it's doing is pulling Sutton inside, and uh, they, run a, they run a wing back in motion every time, so they want to pull him inside so that they can run that sweep to the outside. It should be open. Now they've got a tighter wing back with Napier, and they're going to hand it to him going around to that far side. He'll jump over the pile, but be flipped down. Going to be a fourth down in decision here. Looks like fourth down in three, maybe four. Yeah, there's two things you could do. You could go for it, but um, the way Sutton moved the ball down the field, and you're at the 37-yard line, you may want to punt, try to flip the field. Um, you know, it's, it's a hard decision to make. And that looks like that decision is going to be there going for it. Coach Mimic knows what playoff football is early in this game. First possession going for it on fourth. Going to run a play action. Hartman will now scramble right up the middle. He'll get that first down to move those chains. And they're down to about the 34-yard line. He got it by about half a yard. Yeah, they, they don't pass a lot. So uh, they, they fake the run there. And, and they almost, you know, they had to pass because of the way the, the drive was going on that set of downs. So, uh you know, Sutton got a rush there. They had crashed down on the ball carriers, and it just left a lane for to Hartman for to scramble for the first down. So that's the first Hartman run that we've seen. Wasn't really designed because he was looking downfield for receivers. Good coverage. First and 10 from the 34. Handing it off with Pandorf running around to the right side. Lowers his shoulder. He'll get inside the 30 down to about the 27, maybe the 26-yard line. Picking up those first downs on the as they have continuously done, especially on a fourth down momentum for the Monarchs, even though they trail 8 nothing early. Yeah, just kind of running that veer off the guard there, and uh, just running, you know, running at an angle, and is able to pick up a good six yards on first down. That's you know, now you're on schedule for Aquinas, and that helps you out a lot. 
Motion coming to the near side, handing it off with Pandorf. Again, he'll get tripped up, a gain of one, maybe two on the play, just shy of the 25-yard line. But we're not even through the second possession of the ball game, and we've already burned almost eight minutes in the first quarter. Yeah, this game's going to go quick because neither team wants to throw the ball. If they want to, they think if they want to win, they're going to have to do it um, via the ground. They want to establish a line of scrimmage, wear the other team down. And right now, uh, Coyne has put together a heck of a drive. Broke the huddle, got to the line, had a substitution coming in, and then they huddled up again just three yards off the ball. That's not something you see every day. Hartman will pitch it to the far side with Napier, who's got a little bit of the edge. He's going to get a first down before getting shoved out of bounds on that far side by Brett Simonson. Yeah, Napier just kind of ran a a toss uh, power iso, basically. They just took some wingbacks. They took the wingback, put him on the other side, and kind of led off of that tackle there and he was able to get to the sideline for about six yards. Monarchs in the red zone again, huddling up about three, four yards off the ball and where the, the linemen essentially turn around and they're already on the line of scrimmage. Now they run that same pitch over to the near side with Pandorf, who's going to stiff arm one guy but be drugged down. Pickup of about one on the play, three and a half to go in the first quarter. Yeah, Lions there getting the carry just off the outside. Sutton did a nice job of stringing the ball carrier to the outside he couldn't get north and south uh that's good penetration there by uh orman there number uh 78 i believe for sutton uh, did he did a nice job set up that play to put aquinas at second and ten the way these two teams have run the ball and established dominance across the line of scrimmage offensively this might come down to just who has the ball last based on these first couple drives hartman again going under center Motion coming to the near side, and now they're going to run it back to the far side with Napier as he got the ball. He'll now be inside the 10, keeping his legs churning. He'll get down close to the six-yard line. Good bit of misdirection that time from Aquinas. Yeah, just kind of a counter there. Uh, handled it off, and then uh, the I think the fullback handed it off again to the wingback, and he just uh, crept his way up the middle. It just mis- misdirection, trying to get Sutton's eyes um, flowing to different places, and that time it was a great play call, able to get to a first and goal from the six. It was Andy Lyons coming to the near side, handing it back to Napier, going to the far side. First and goal from the six-yard line. Everyone back in tight with those wings. Hartman going under center, handed off to Pandorf to the far side, just kind of trying to push his way over there, and he'll get shoved back, nowhere to go. Second down and goal. So now we're, you know, we're in a goal line setting where everything shrinks on defense you have a lot less field to cover uh what you know aquinas is splitting a guy clear out to the outside and sutton's you know lining up man to man one-on-one on him uh maybe an adjustment would be move him closer in to help on uh, for run support but yeah what you do in the red zone is key hartman going under center Motion going to the far side. Play action pass. Looking to the near side. Now he's going to tuck it up and run up the middle himself. He'll take a shot. Be spun down at the five-yard line. Third and five on the th- on the uh, on the well. So third and goal from the five. Yeah, and he did a nice job there to just kind of find what he could. Looked like maybe um, he had something out there. So what Aquinas does out of that double wing is when they run the uh, the fake power to the one side, they'll just run flood routes. So. Uh, you got three different tiers where he can throw to, and and that time one guy could kind of cover both people because when you get in red zone, you only have to cover 10 yards. Third and goal from the five. One receiver split wide to the near side. Hartman under center, handing it off to Pandorf. He doesn't have a whole lot of room. It's going to be fourth and goal from the four-yard line is where it looks over there. 
Not a lot of room, as you said, Trent, now that they're in these goal lines, but they decided to go for it on fourth down earlier, closer to midfield. We'll see what they do here, probably going for it as well, but still three, four yards out. Yeah, Grease did a great job there coming from his linebacker position, just kind of shot through and and it looks like they're going to go for three points here. Every point is critical. Nolan Hartman lining up to kick this one away. It's going to be a 20-yard field goal as they've got it down on the 10. But we're going to get our first Friesen Ford and Chevrolet timeout. If you're smiling while you're driving, Friesen is the reason with Friesen Chevrolet and Sutton and Friesen Ford in Aurora. Friesen is where you need to go for that new car to get you to the game and back again. Check them out online at FriesenChevy.com and FriesenFord.com. Only 53 seconds to go in the first quarter. Fourth down and goal. It looks like Aquinas is ready to kick it as they trail 8-0 to Sutton. You're on the breeze, 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. If your last new car dealing resembled a full-contact martial art and not near as much fun... Friesen Chevrolet in Sutton says come find out what low-pressure customer-based auto dealing is all about. The same is true for service and parts. In this day and age where nobody knows your name, Friesen Chevrolet Sutton is greeting more and more folks by their name. And that's why they say if you're smiling when you're driving, Friesen is the reason. Friesen Chevrolet in Sutton. The Breeze 94.5. Less than a minute to go in the first quarter timeout. The Friesen Ford and Chevrolet timeout taken by Coach Raymer for the Mustangs. Trent, we were talking in that timeout. Probably you take that to watch the fake coming out of this fourth and goal. Yeah, you just want to get your defense lined up in the right spots and uh, and make sure. I mean, you want to go for the block. You don't want them to score, but, yeah, you want to come out prevent a fake. And in that timeout, decisions were made. Coach Mimic just says, we're going to go for it. No field goal here. Two split wide to the near side. Play action. Ball is thrown up into the end zone. It's through the hands on fourth and goal. The pass was too tall. Sutton will take over on their own three. Yeah, a lot of hand-to-hand combat there, but nothing to to draw a penalty from both sides. The ball was just thrown a little too tall, and that's exactly what I was talking about. You get in the red zone, it's all about converting. Conversions, um, creating turnovers, um, avoiding making turnovers are just huge at this time of the year. Every possession counts because, you know, both teams only had the ball one time. We have 49 seconds left on the clock. So Aquinas came down, ran a 16-play drive there, and uh, came out with no points. Sutton getting ready to take over with Perrin standing about three yards deep in his own end zone. They're going to pass the ball. He's looking over the middle. He's got a guy wide open. He's wide open, making the grab downfield. Is Seth George. He's spinning around the 40, out to the 45-yard line. What a play call. That's the first pass of the game that Sutton has run, and that'll take him from the three out to the 45. That was... I was looked just like the 2013 Gator Bowl when uh, Tommy Armstrong threw to Quincy and Dunwood for 99 yards, except uh, Aquinas had it a little bit better covered, but there was nobody home there. And, uh, man, that'll help a 40-yard you know, gain down the field. Uh, get get out of the shadow of your goalposts. And Sutton doesn't take quite as much time. They like to go with a little bit of pace. Perrin in the shotgun. Simonson behind him. They'll do a hard count, look to the sideline, get the call. Grease the single receiver to the near side, Stone to the far side. Everyone else in tight, wide splits across that line and tight ends. Speed option going to the far side. Pitch back to Simonson, who's hit. Ball comes out, but he'll land on it back at his own 37-yard line. Going to be a loss of eight on the play as we're under 10 seconds to go in the first quarter, and that's probably going to go ahead and end this first quarter as well, where we're only in Sutton's second time having the ball on offense, and we're already through one quarter. The Mustangs lead the Monarchs 8 to nothing here on The Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. 
From the old shingles off your roof to a remodel job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. Georgia's 66 Easy Stop 3G and Subway wants to send a big congratulations to the Mustangs on a fantastic football season. Stop in today for ultra-clean Phillips 66 gasoline, snacks, cold drinks, groceries, and don't forget to wash the vehicle at the car wash. Eat fresh from Subway featuring delicious Goodrich ice cream, pizza, salads, and breakfast. Georgia's 66 Easy Stop really is your one-stop shop. Good luck in tonight's game from Georgia's 66 Easy Stop in Sutton. The Breeze 94.5. Second quarter about to get underway. Second down and 18 for the Mustangs. The broadcast booth is powered by natural gas and diesel irrigation engines from Husker Power Products of Hastings and Sutton. The Mustangs with an 8-0 lead over Aquinas Catholic after that first quarter took 20 real-life minutes. Both teams running off a lot of clock. Aquinas actually leads in the time of possession almost twice as much. Now for this second down, all kinds of Monarchs defensive linemen shifting to that far side. Speed option going to the far side. Now we're going to see Perrin keep it. He's got a little bit of room to go. He's past the 45, past the 50, trying to dance back in. He'll stiff arm one guy and go across the other 45-yard line. On second down and 18, it's Perrin picking up 19 to get it down to the 44. Okay, so on the play that ended the quarter, uh, Jacob for... Uh, Aquinas really just bull rushed his guy into the option there. So what Sutton did coming out in the first play of the second quarter, they took their wideouts and they um, added an extra lineman in and just had him flat across the line. And what they did was that prevented him from uh, setting the edge there. So And then Perrin was just able to keep it for 19 yards. Single receivers both sides. Perrin in the shotgun with Simonson just to his left. He's going to run a quarterback draw, follow Simonson to that left side. He's not touched until he gets past the first down, runs over the safety, and he's into the red zone down at the 18-yard line. Perrin showing no signs that he's banged up from last week. Yeah, Caleb, uh, I would say he's healthy because uh, he just that was a man's run by him, uh, kind of a delayed quarterback lead up the middle there and, and went for 25 yards. Uh, just absolutely trucked a defender. That um, That's going to make the highlight film. Sutton just rolling. They're well-oiled right now. They're playing some of their best football. Moving very quickly, only about two minutes of game time, and they've gone from their three all the way into the red zone of Aquinas. Same formation, single receivers both sides. Those single receivers standing almost on the sidelines. Perrin with Simonson behind him. They're going to run that speed option to the near side. Not a lot of room that time for Perrin as we see Keegan Levitsky get into the backfield for the Monarchs. Yeah, not a lot of running room there. So now uh, Aquinas is really selling out on the run. Um, maybe a time to throw a pass play here, second long. As a, as a defensive coordinator, you're telling your guys, you know, watch for that long pass because we saw, uh, you know, the, a broken coverage on the first play of this drive. That long pass to Seth George uh, as, as we saw them get out of there three on 42 yards later. Now it's going to be a second down and 13 from the 21. Perrin in shotgun. Simonson standing just behind him. Speed option going to the far side. Perrin's going to turn it up himself. He's at the 15, lowers his shoulder. He's flipped up down to the 10-yard line. That time the safety uh, realized his mistake on the last one got lower, and it's going to be a second or third down in short. Yeah, he's running like a man possessed. He is out. Um, you know, he's just wanting. He wants it so bad. He can taste 
uh, the blood in the water, and he's just a nice 10-yard, 11-yard gain there. And now third and two, you can come out with your Maryland eye formation and uh, you know easily get it because it was so successful earlier in the game. And on that formation, Wiseman under center. That's exactly what they're going to do. Hand it off to Simonson going to the far side. It looks like where they got that spot, he'll pick up the first down. First and goal from about the seven-yard line. Yeah, good place to be for Sutton. Uh, you got four plays to get seven yards, and they're averaging you know seven and a half yards a carry. So good place for them to be. Uh, actually, they're going to call it fourth and short. So Now they're looking across there. They might come out and measure this, depending on if Coach Raymer can argue his case, and that's exactly what they're going to do. They're going to bring out that chain gang. From the spot we saw on the line judge on the near side, looking at the sticks on the far side, it looked like a first down, and then maybe that spot had come back just a little bit when they did put that ball down. Chain's getting over the ball here. We want to thank our presenting sponsors allowing us to cover state high school football here in Nebraska, like Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weges and Todd Travis, your pioneer seed dealer. And they're going to say that is a first down, first and goal from the eight-yard line for the Mustangs. Yeah, good eyeballs by me and you up here. Uh, he had it by at least the length of a football, so uh, easy first down. Now, now you got uh, four points to get your seven yards, and they'll go back to that Maryland eye formation. Like we said, when they go to this formation, Perrin comes out, and Wiseman goes under center. It goes Rogers, Grease, Simonson for that Maryland eye. Everyone in tight. Wiseman going to hand it off to Simonson following everyone to the near side. He'll get down close to that five-yard line, and they're in no hurry once they get into this Maryland eye formation. They'll take their time and just run it left and run it right. Yeah, no reason to because uh, you can tr- you can just melt clock off and uh, really just wear down the defense because a lot of these guys, for Aquinas, they're going to play both ways. So um, when you're on offense, it always seems like you're less tired when you're out there blocking as opposed to uh, getting blocked, trying to fight off blocks. Same Maryland eye formation. Wiseman going up under center, waiting to take the snap. He will hand it off to Simonson, going to this near side. He's going to get hit at the six, and now he's going to dance into the end zone. From six yards out, Brett Simonson scores for the second time in the first half. Yeah, great lead blocking by uh, Jacob Rogers and James Grease there. Did a nice job of just um, finishing out and setting the edge there. And uh, the guys on the perimeter did a nice job as well, just you know, bl- getting those outside linebackers, defensive ends, and corners blocked. Um, you're not necessarily concerned with the backside as much, but those guys did a nice job too. Just really sudden blocking so far has been fantastic and uh, the backs are taking advantage of it running really hard that ends up being another almost a three and a half four minute drive for the mustangs extra point upcoming and now it's going to be a naked bootleg to the far side instead wiseman's going to throw it into the end zone ball is caught for two more points with 9 11 to go in the second quarter it's sudden 16 aquinas catholic nothing here on the breeze 94.5 and online at platriverpreps.com At the Paint and Paper Palace in Sutton, their knowledgeable staff will help you spend your remodeling dollars wisely. The Paint and Paper Palace carries Mohawk flooring and the full line of Benjamin Moore paints. Check their wide selection of window treatments, wall coverings, and flooring options. Located at 234 North Saunders in Sutton. That's the Paint and Paper Palace in Sutton. Good luck to Hunter and the entire Mustang team. The Breeze 94.5. Internet streaming of high school games on Platte River Radio's group of stations and on PlatteRiverPreps.com is brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Sutton leads Aquinas Catholic 16 to nothing. They've scored on both of their first drives. Aquinas ran all ran 16 plays on their first drive, ran off eight minutes of clock, got all the way down to three before turnover on downs. They had elected 
to kick a field goal. A timeout from Coach Raymer got Coach Mimic to change his mind and go for it. They threw it through the hands of a receiver in the back of the end zone. So that's our difference right now. 16-0 Aquinas getting ready to take over for their second possession of the ball game. Yeah, Sutton's ran 17 plays, has 16 points. Aquinas has ran 16 plays, has zero points. Ball is going to be kicked out of bounds over here at the 34-yard line. Looked like they were trying to get it to an up back and Aquinas is going to run that offense out onto the field and not make Sutton re-kick the ball here. So great starting field position for Aquinas, who showed them their first possession, no problem moving the ball. Yeah, and it's clear that they don't want to get the ball into uh, Napier's hands. We've seen him on a, a couple toss sweeps where he gets in the open field. He's really fast, hard to bring down to a uh, really tough running kid. So, But Aquinas comes out has great field position. They're going to be on the 35-yard line. And now, Sutton, you've seen uh, that triple option look, uh, those counters a little bit. You're, uh, you'll get used to it as, it, as the game wears on. Uh, to really stop this offense, it takes penetration from your defensive tackles and your linebackers. Looking around, the rest of Class C2, Centennial, and BRLD are tied at 7 in the second quarter. In the first quarter, Oakland Craig leads Wilbur Claytonia, and in the second quarter, Norfolk Catholic is leading St. Paul 14 to nothing here on the Breeze 94.5. It's Sutton 16, David City, Aquinas, Catholic, nothing. We see Aquinas coming out in that same wing formation. Hartman going under center. Napier, who will get some time under center himself, is the wing on the far side. Hartman under center. Going to hand it off to Will Hill to pull it out on the belly option and get wrapped up in the backfield. That time we see him pull it away from Pandorf, but that's going to be a loss of one. Yeah, the, the, he made the read there to keep it, but there's really nowhere to go. Uh, Sutton running a 4-4 defense. Usually they're running... Um, you know, three down linemen with a with a guy standing up, but they're putting four guys down because you know Aquinas is so tight with their offense uh, and their linebackers all year have been so fast and so physical. Um, you've got number sixty six Jacob Rogers. You know he's a he's a fullback and a lineman. He plays middle linebacker. It shows you how physical they are. Excuse me, that's Keegan Levitsky in at fullback motion going to the far side. Now we're going to see Hartman pass it. He'll throw it out of the flats, and that's going to go flying just a little bit too far, trying to get the ball out to Andy Lyons. Third down and 11. Yeah, if that ball was uh, just a half a yard back, it's probably caught by Andy Lyon. And if it's a half a yard further upfield, it might be picked by James Grease there. Um, so, you know, the the margin for error was really small there. And it shows you, you know, that it was a good play call, but um, wasn't able to connect. First time we've seen Aquinas Catholic through this ball game into a long third down going under center. One split wide to the near side. Motion coming to the near side as well. Going to hand the ball off to the fullback running up the middle is Levitsky and he'll only get a pat, get just across the 45-yard line. Needs to get about to midfield running a couple of players on field. We'll see if Coach Mimic is electing to punt this time on fourth. Yeah, it's a good play call. Just kind of a delayed draw there to the fullback. And, uh, you know, they, they tried to sell it as a pass because it was third and long, and, and uh, Levitsky was able to get about seven yards just up the middle. Not enough. Yeah, if you're Aquinas, you want to punt here, try to flip the field. But, you know, you got capable returners for Sutton, so maybe they'll get a good return here. Napier back to punt on fourth down and four from about his own 45, 46-yard line. Good snap, good kick. Ball is going to bounce at about the 26-yard line and take a Sutton bounce and up at the well, at the 22-yard line and end up at about the 23-24. So after burning eight minutes on 16 plays, their first possession, three and out, Sutton has scored on both of their possessions ready for the third. Yeah, just uh, 
nowhere for Aquinas to go. They did a really nice job, Sutton did, of shutting Aquinas down, made some adjustments, and able to get good penetration, disrupt the triple option offense, this double wing offense uh, that Aquinas runs. And now if you're Sutton, you have great field position um, compared to the last time you had the ball where you started on the three-yard line, coming out on the 22, see if they can uh, continue their momentum. First and 10 from the 24, single receivers, both sides, Perrin and shotgun, Simonson to his left. Going to be a quarterback draw going to the near side. Time, or, uh, Perrin is hit in the backfield, stood up, not a lot of room to go. He might pick up about half a yard, but second down and 10. Yeah, and w- yeah, nowhere to go. Good job by Aquinas there, getting penetration up the middle. Um, I think Sutton is going to have to pass here uh, coming up. They had a, not necessarily here on second long, but uh, um, next driver to. I think the pass will be there because we saw, we saw Jordan Davis get wide open, and they just have – athletes everywhere on the outside second down and 10 single receiver still both sides very wide splits across that line of scrimmage Perrin going to drop back he'll throw it over the middle and the ball is going to be caught by Jordan Davis exactly as Trent said Davis passed the 40 past the 30 gets a block he'll be tripped up inside the 20 it is it looked like he had picked up a block great job by Nolan Hartman running around and not giving up on the play tripping up Davis and Mustangs in the red zone again. Yeah, good play call there for uh, um, Sutton. Uh, 51-yard pass down to Jordan Davis. He was wide open again, just split the coverage. Uh, they had actually had three guys over the top and was able to just uh, kind of run a seam route. And uh, I thought he was going to go, got tripped up there, and now you flip the field. You go from your own 25 to now you're on Davis City Coin is this 19-yard line. Tight ends, Davis and George looking like Philadelphia Eagles tight ends so far through this first half. Perrin in shotgun. He'll hand it off to Simonson running to the right side. He'll break one tackle, break two tackles inside the 10, lowers his shoulder. He'll be brought down at the five-yard line. Another first down. They'll have first and goal from the five. The Mustangs are absolutely cooking here in the first half. Yeah, they're just on fire right now, um, running the ball. Just big that pass just opens up everything because as a defender now you're thinking oh they they busted us for two big plays i've got to i've got to respect these wideouts and these tight ends and it just opens up lanes for the running backs and now in the red zone Perrin comes out wiseman under center healthy dose of maryland eye simonson following everyone to the right he'll lower his shoulder they're gonna say he's in five yards out brett simonson three touchdowns in the first half already yeah that's that'll work good start by sutton just um, you come out and put this two-point conversion on. You're up 24 to nothing halfway through the second quarter, exactly where you want to be. And uh, you know the way David City Aquinas runs their offense, uh, it's not set up for you know to be a quick score offense. They don't throw the ball a lot. They like to um, build a lead from the beginning and, and wear you down. And now Sutton is just coming out and just setting the world on fire with the run game. That's the quickest drive we've seen so far out of Sutton, only running off about two, two and a half minutes. Perrin back in for the extra point. Twins to the far side, single receiver to the near side is Grease. It's Perrin in shotgun with Simonson just to his right. Simonson, or Perrin is looking to this left side. Now he's going to take off and run, but he's not going to get in there on this extra point. So with 6.10 to go in the second quarter, Sutton leads Aquinas Catholic 22 to nothing here on the Breeze 94.5 and online at platriverpreps.com. 
Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, all located in Sutton. The Breeze 94.5. Welcome back to David City where the Mustangs have a 22 to nothing advantage over Aquinas Catholic. Caleb Henry alongside Trent Ockengay here on the Breeze 94.5. KLIQ, Kearney, Grand Island, Hastings, Trent. So far, we've, we've still got uh, about halfway to go in the second quarter. Impressions of Sutton after last week's defensive battle with Battle Creek. Well, they've had to open up and actually pass the ball for once. And they're two for two for 96 yards, both of those going to Jordan Davis. Just really impressed. They were do- they can do so many things. It's, they just take what the defense gives you. Um, you know, Sutton usually averages 350 yards on the ground, and and, uh, they're using the air game, so impressed by them. Wiseman gets a deep kick into it. Kozacek picks it up on his own 10-yard line. Now he's going to run over to the far side. He's across the 20, getting wrapped up just past the 30-yard line, pushed down. They're going to say he's down at about the 33. So again for Aquinas, good field position as they come out. Their first drive, it was 16 plays, 8 minutes. Last drive, though, a 3 and out from similar field position. Yeah, so you, you start at the 33-yard line. Uh, good start there. Kozacek had a nice return. He's really fast. Uh, it looked like some Sutton Mustangs had the pursuit angle on him, but he just outran him. And, and now a coin is this really important here. You come out and score because your defense has given up three touchdowns on three possessions. Important for the offense to put up some points. And now we see Napier going under center. Belly option. Ball comes out on the mesh, though. And that's going to be a loss of one as Napier getting his first run under center in this ball game. Ball came out as they tried to run that belly option to the near side. Yeah, they'll run a couple different guys under center, and, and that's a first snap we've seen Napier take, and it's just a little bit different. Um, every mesh point with different quarterbacks and running backs are different. There's a there's a chemistry that needs to be built there, and, you know, they've been playing all year, but uh, first play of the game, just drop the, drop the handoff. Napier under center. He'll hand it off running around to this near side. Only going to be a pickup. Just across the 35 to the 36-yard line, that's Kozacek. Yeah, nowhere for Kozacek to go either. Uh, Sutton flowing really hard down the field. Now if you're, um, well, it's third and long, so you know a pass is, is pretty predictable. But the way Sutton is flowing downhill, if you can convert here um, with a runner or a pass, wouldn't be afraid to go to the air again if you get a first down, kind of use that free play to get something going. Because right now, last two drives, nowhere for Aquinas to go. Napier under center. Everyone in tight for that wing formation. Play action pass. He'll fake the handoff again. Now he's going to try to throw this one downfield. It skips on the third down pass. Intended target, Raruka. He was well past the sticks. Would have been about uh, a gain of about 10 on the play. Fourth down and seven. Second straight three and out for Aquinas as they're going to have to punt. Yeah, that's not what you wanted if you were Aquinas Catholic. You come out and... um, you go another three and out. You know, they've only passed for 600 yards between Hartman and Napier on the season. So um, if you give up another score here, you're going to have to start airing the ball out to uh, try to get back in the ball game. Napier with another high punt. This one is going to bounce at about the 34-yard line. Now it's going to be picked up by Wiseman at his own 25-yard line. Very, uh, I would I would say, 
misguided decision that time by Wiseman as he was standing. He's brought down just shy of the 30. He was watching the ball bounce. It bounced close. He stuck his hand out, had to grab it, but there were a lot of Monarchs around him. Could have been disaster for the Mustangs. Yeah, Wiseman, he's a he's a really good football player. We're going to call that a sophomore mistake. And, as uh, he's getting wrapped up by Coach Raymer on the sideline, letting him know, hey, <laughs> maybe not do that next time. Yeah, I would have ran to the opposite side of where Coach Raymer was, just <laughs> avoided that. But you know what? Uh, nothing hurt there. He gets the ball and back and gain, actually gains a few yards out of it. So Fourth possession for Sutton from their own 29-yard line. Again, single receivers both sides. Perrin in shotgun. Simonson behind him. Speed option to the far side. Perrin will keep it and turn it upfield. And somehow he squeaks his way through. He's going to get it down to about the 30 three-yard line, we'll call it about the 34, pick up a four on the play for Perrin. Yeah, nice job of him by just kind of finding the crease there on that keeper. You know, there was really nowhere to go. It looked like maybe they had him bottled up at the line of scrimmage, but uh, found a crease and was able to fall forward for four yards. So now second six, Sutton's on a pretty good schedule here going forward. Um, Can maybe run a jung play here or – you know, keep the horses running with Simonson and Perrin. Now they'll spread it a little more with twins both sides. Motion coming right to left. All kinds of motion, though, uh, on the line of scrimmage as well. So that's going to back up the Mustangs second down and about 11 upcoming. That's the first time they've gone to twins both sides the way they did, trying to bring Davis across in motion. Just get that defense moving a little bit differently, but the line was ready to go as well. Just a shade early from the snap. Yeah, motion will just throw everything off from a quarterback um, lineman perspective just the the timing and the cadence is hard to get down because you're expecting to go and even if you see a defender kind of flinch it it kind of draws you so um, yeah they'll back up five yards second and 12 twins to the near side single receiver to the far side tight to this near side as well Perrin in shotgun all the players for the mustangs taking the call from the sidelining coach raymer checking their wristband simonson standing just to the left Going to be a draw following to this near side with Simonson. Not a lot of room. Flag coming in as Simonson's brought down for a loss. Yeah, Schultz there for Aquinas uh, got penetration and was just able to stand Perrin up and uh, and send him backwards. And I think they're going to tack a holding call onto there. And if I'm Aquinas, I'm going to accept and, and send him back, even though it would be uh, third and long. Trying to see exactly if they, they are going to move him back and the call you want to do here is you do want to move them back, even though they still get to keep that second down because now they're all all the way back inside their own 20. Looks like they're about at their own 16, 17-yard line. They have to get out to the 40. So this is uh, they've got about as far to go as Trent and I drove to get here to David City. Twins to the near side for the Mustangs. Grease all alone on the far side as that single receiver. Perrin, shotgun, Simonson standing behind him. Speed option to the near side. Perrin's just going to turn it up himself because he's got a whole lot of room. He'll go past the 25, stiff arm a defender and get drug out of bounds at the 30. Close to a face mask the way that was going, but a lot more manageable third down, about third and nine. Yeah, that was a big pickup for him. Uh, Able to get about, uh, I'd say, 12, 13 yards and uh, make this third and manageable now. Uh, You have a three-point lead. I wouldn't be afraid to, you know, air the ball out again. Um, they're going to be keying on Jordan Davis now, but you've got other guys like Stone and Grease who split out clear to the far side on an island. Uh, a lot of guys that are capable. Perrin in shotgun. He is going to pass, looking to the near side. Now he'll throw it back to the far side just short. He had Seth George wide open. Between George and Davis, these tight ends are just running seam routes un- unguarded. There's no one standing over him. Fourth down and nine, though, and looks like 
Coach Raymer is going to go ahead and punt the ball for the first time. Yep. Uh, good job by Aquinas to, you know, send Sutton with a to, to make them punt. Uh, they did a good job with their defensive tackles that time against the run game, uh, getting penetration and, and making those preventing those linemen from getting to the second level. And high snap, almost blocked back there, but very high, beautiful punt. Going to be caught at the 30 by Kozashek. He's running across the 40, a little bit of room. Now past the 45 to the 50, across the 45 and shy of the 40. The difference on that punt ends up only being about nine yards, as although that was a beautiful punt to get downfield, just the coverage and the speed of Kozashek, great return to get into Sutton territory. Yeah, and with a, with a high snap that happened and the high punt, you, Sutton almost outran their coverage there, so nobody was home. And, and Kozashek, he's a really fast player and just able to weave his way up to, like you said, only a nine-yard uh, net punt there. So Aquinas takes over. Got a little bit of momentum here. Put a score on. It's a different game. First and 10 at the 40. Short field to go. Motion coming left to right. Ball is going to go to Kozashek again, who's going to turn it upfield. 45 inside the 30. Depending on that spot where they are, looks like they're going to be right on that line. It's either a first down or if it's second down, it's less than a less than a yard. But Kozashek running like a man after that punt return. Yeah, momentum's a funny thing because you know, Aquinas went three and out on back-to-back possessions, and then they get the big punt return after forcing uh, their own punt, uh, Sutton's punt, and they come out and, you know, get the good nine-yard gain on the first run. And now there's a little bit of discussion on whether or not this is a first down or a second down. We saw the white cap kind of signaling for a first down with the line judge and everyone across that line saying, looks more like a second down, and that's what it's going to be, second down and about half a yard under center. Back under center is Hartman. Motion coming to the near side. Ball's going to be handed off, handed off right up the middle. That's going to be an easy first down for the Monarchs. Yeah, just a simple uh, fullback dive and uh, able to get the two or three yards they needed. That's really hard to stop as a defense without, uh, without you know, like slanting your defensive tackles, taking a chance or diving at legs. Uh, but they did a good job limiting to only two yards. Pandor from back in at that fullback position. Took off last series from back there. Hartman under center. Everyone in tight with that wing formation. Motion now going to be coming to the near side with Napier, who's going to stop behind the tackle. And he'll hand it off to Napier. It's going to be a halfback pass. He's looking to the end zone, just throwing this one up. He's got a receiver downfield, and it's going to be caught in the end zone by Michael Raruka on the 30-yard halfback pass from Napier. Yeah, that's what a when you run the ball almost every time, it draws the defense down, and there it looked like Jordan Davis maybe had it covered, but he just got turned around, and uh, he thought he thought the receiver went out to the to the far side, but he actually came back towards the goalpost, and uh, able the ball just fell into his hands. Great play call there by Coach Mimic. Well, we're gonna get the first timeout from Aquinas Catholic, the Friesen Ford and Chevrolet timeout. Extra point upcoming, two and a half to go in the second quarter. Sutton leads Aquinas 22-6 to here on the Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. At Sutton Lumber, we're proud to call Sutton home. If you're proud of your home and have projects coming up, from construction to fix it yourself, visit your hometown store. Sutton Lumber, a proud supporter of our Sutton area student-athletes. George's Aerial Spraying in Sutton offers many spraying services. Bill George, owner and pilot, offers crop care by air. Call Bill today for more information on spraying services at 402-773-5581. That's 773-5581. 
Sports 94.5. Just waiting on the extra point now from Aquinas after the 30-yard halfback pass from Kyle Napier to Michael Raruka. Napier, Napier does get time at quarterback that time. He was on the he was the wingback on the far side. Hartman going to come under center. Twins to the near side this time. Fullback is Pandorf. A little different formation. Very loaded up on this near side for the extra point. Going for two are the Monarchs. Now we're going to see the quarterback just roll to the near side, follow almost a quarterback. So he's wrapped up in the backfield. Flag comes in, though, probably in the space of holding. The way he threw that, though, might have been an offside. We might get to see this extra point go again. Yeah, hard to see. We'll have to wait for the call there. Uh, but Sutton did a nice job to, to bring Aquinas down short of the conversion. And, uh, yeah, I'm not sure what's going on. Looks like it was uh, going to be against Aquinas, so that penalty is going to be declined with 2.20 to go in the second quarter. Sutton 22, Aquinas Catholic 6 on the breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. This is Bob from B&B Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at B&B, and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say, that's where we always go. The Breeze 94.5. Thank those sponsors for allowing us to cover high school football here on The Breeze 94.5 and across Platte River Radio's group of stations local sports your music like husker power products your full service irrigation engine headquarters in hastings and sutton also in sutton are a group of very good football players mustangs leading 22 to 6 220 to go in this first quarter after aquinas got their first points on the board via a halfback pass yeah now we'll see if sutton with 220 on the clock is content with um you know having that 22 to 6 leader if they want to come out and try to score I wouldn't expect them to take many chances because when you give a good team like Aquinas field position, um, you know, it puts you at a disadvantage. Hartman with a good kick downfield, going to bounce at the 10. Grease will pick it up at his own 8. We're going to run around to this near side, out to the 20, lower shoulder, get out just about to the 30-yard line for another Mustang possession. They went 3-0 and out on their last possession after scoring on their first three drives. Yeah, I mean, but they're averaging 7 yards a carry still. Uh, they're up to 158 yards rushing, so, you know, right on pace for that, you know, that 350 mark. That's what they've been getting to tonight. Probably going to take about 300 yards if they want to finish out this win, you know in advance in the playoffs. They had enough yards on their last possession for a first down, but penalties hampered them, and that's why they ended up three and out. Wiseman in at quarterback under center. They're going to go with that Maryland eye. Rodgers at fullback, handing it off to Simonson to the far side. He'll dance and spin around, pick up of about a yard on the play. Aquinas Catholic really flying in there now that they know what's coming out of this Maryland eye. Yeah, but we see this a lot with Sutton. You know, the few times we've covered them where uh, the defense will just crash down, and, and you know, Simonson will only get two, three, four yards, and then all of a sudden he pops one for 50 yards. As they do, Perrin on the sideline, nothing to do with last week's injury. He's run well enough. We know he's perfectly healthy. Wiseman under center. 
Now they'll hand it off to Rogers, who's going to stiff arm and run through a couple guys and just fall over another one. He's going to take it out to the 44-yard line. For as big as Rogers is, because he plays offensive line, plays linebacker, and plays fullback, he runs really well out of that fullback position. Yeah, that was just a basic trap play up the middle because they've been keying on uh, Simonson on the ISO every time, and it was wide open. That's what you know. The, guard, the defensive tackle just got too far upfield. Now with a traditional eye, Rodgers is going to lead block for Simonson, who has the ball going around to the far side. He'll get tripped up for a gain of two. You know, it's only two yards, but uh, like we say, uh, Simonson, he, he'll just he'll just wear on you, and he gets he gets stronger as the game goes on. It's another freezing Ford in Chevrolet timeout. Second time out of the half for Sutton with a minute 20 to go in the second quarter. Sutton 22, Aquinas Catholic 6 on the Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. If your last new car dealing resembled a full-contact martial art and not near as much fun, Friesen Chevrolet in Sutton says come find out what low-pressure customer-based auto dealing is all about. The same is true for service and parts. In this day and age where nobody knows your name, Friesen Chevrolet Sutton is greeting more and more folks by their name. And that's why they say if you're smiling when you're driving, Friesen is the reason. Friesen Chevrolet in Sutton. The Breeze 94.5. Second down in seven minute 20 to go in this first half. Sutton with the ball still on their side of the 50. Got to get across the 50 over to the 46 of Aquinas. Wiseman under center going back to that Maryland eye now where it goes Wiseman at quarterback and then Rogers, Grease, Simonson. Now they're going to hand it off to Simonson, following everyone to the left side. He's not even touched. He's going to run across the 40. Nobody's going to catch Simonson. They didn't touch him at the line, and they won't touch him for the next 54 yards. Brett Simonson with his fourth touchdown of the ballgame. Making me look like a smart guy. I was just telling you, you know, they're bottling up for one or two yards, and then he'll break one for 50. And yeah, nobody touched him there. So all the linemen did a great job, and the lead blockers, of getting their butts in the hole. So, um as Simonson was running through, he just had an alley to run through. And uh, as a running back, you're taught to just um, look at the backs of your linemen, and then you go that way. And that's exactly what he did. When he gets in open space, nobody can catch him. He's so fast. Back to that traditional eye formation. All kinds of tight ends and everybody all over the place. Wiseman under center. They'll hand it off to Rogers going right up the middle. He's going to spin around another guy and carry him into the end zone and put two more on the board for Sutton. With a minute 11 to go in the second quarter, it's the Mustangs 30, the Monarch 6 here on the Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. As times have changed, so have our customers' needs. Gary Michaels Clothiers and Hastings meets these needs with the largest selection of fine menswear between Lincoln and Denver. Our mission is to provide our customers with a complete selection of quality, tailored clothing, accessories, sportswear, and to deliver an uncompromising level of service. And for the ladies, Gary Michaels carries Brighton jewelry, handbags, and footwear. For casual to professional menswear, shop Gary Michaels in downtown Hastings and on the bricks in Kearney. The Breeze 94.5. Just awaiting the kickoff just over a minute to go here in this first half. Sutton jumping out to a 30-6 lead on Aquinas here in David City. Wiseman ready to put his foot into it. His last one went out of bounds on this near side. No damage done on that possession, though. Wiseman kicking this one again to this near side. Going to fly out of bounds. It'll land out of bounds off the uh, ball boy's hands. Uh, and that's going to be another good field position upcoming for Aquinas. You know, Aquinas has got to be a little careful there because 
that was pretty close to landing inbounds and then spinning back. And, um, you know, I, th- I can't remember where we were, but we saw kind of a squib kick. You try to get it to that short corner, and uh, we saw a guy dive down and almost recover the ball. He was Kennesaw. Yeah, just, you know, effort plays. So um, if you're a coinist, you can't. It's those type of plays. You can't just let up on them. you gotta, you got to be the aggressor. I believe it was Ryan Dankert who was running down about 35, 40 yards and dove and almost got the ball uh, before it had gone uh, just out of bounds as he touched it at about the three or the four-yard line. So, And what we're looking at here on where they are going to make them go ahead and re-kick this ball. They want to take a chance with their special teams. They're going to make Sutton re-kick it. Uh, for the first time today on the second time that it's been illegal procedure gone out of bounds. So this will back them up a little bit for Wiseman to go ahead and kick it again. Uh, Aquinas will get the ball coming out in the second half, but wants to get some good, even better field position if they can, try to put points on the board, go essentially two for one, first half to second half. Yeah, and I'm actually surprised that Aquinas didn't make him re-kick on the last time that they kicked it out of bounds because you want to get the ball in your playmaker's hands like Napier. You've seen him do about everything on the football field, but him and uh, him and his uh, buddy, I can't remember his name, sorry, but, you know, just playmakers in the open field. Wiseman kicks this one downfield, going to be caught by Kozashek at the 25-yard line. He's going to run across a 30-40 out to the 45-yard line. So by having the Mustangs re-kick it, Monarchs take over in better field position than they would have had anyway. Yeah, gain about... 10 yards there by having him re-kick. So good job by Kozashek, who was the guy who I was trying to think of. Um, sorry about that. Uh, anyways, now Aquinas, you come out, you got a minute five, and he scored on the, uh, we'll call it a halfback pass, where he gave it to the other quarterback. You know, he's thrown some for some touchdowns this year. So uh, you're going to have to come out. You're going to have to run a quick huddle offense here. 55 yards to go if they want to get to pay dirt. Single receiver to the near side, wing backs, to, and we see some motion as uh, on that line looked like maybe the left guard for Aquinas. So now it's going to be 60 yards to go, first and 15. And as they already have to move quickly, that five yards doesn't end up making that big of a difference because you still have to go uh, about now 60 yards in just over a minute. Yeah, it just kind of changes maybe what you were thinking about calling as a play caller on that first down because uh, it kind of gives it away because it was a late flag. So it uh, gives Sutton an idea of what's coming. And it puts you behind the eight ball here. First down and 15 from their own 40. Hartman under center. Going to hand the ball going with Pandorf around to that far side. He'll get across the 45 out to the 48-yard line. Yeah, quick. Uh, that's just a kind of fake the end around there and then give it on a counter coming back the other way with the... Excuse me, Andy Lyons on the carry. With the other wing back there and able to pick up, um, you know, about eight yards there. Second down and six upcoming for the Monarchs. Hartman back under center. Now he's going to hand the ball off to Napier coming back to this near side, but he's got nowhere to go. He's lit up at the 50 by Grease. Third down and about four or five yards to go. Clock ticking, 25 seconds to go in the half. Yeah, and I'm surprised with two timeouts left. They haven't called one, but maybe they just want to, you know, get out of this half and and talk things over and make adjustments. They do get the ball at halftime, so we'll see if they take a shot down the field here on third and four. Going to pitch it to the far side with Lions. Is going to pick up a first down and run across that 45-yard line. That'll stop the clock at least for a second. We'll see if Coach Mimic elects to use a timeout or if they're just going to try to take it into halftime. You know, I would take the timeout here and, and set up a, a Hail Mary situation. Um, the percentage of a pick six or a turnover is very low, so we'll see how what they do out, coming out of this timeout. 
with one second to go in the half. It's a freezing Ford and Chevrolet timeout. Both teams with one timeout left. We're going to take it with them with a second to go in the second quarter. It's 30-6, to six, Sutton leading Aquinas on the breeze, 94.5, and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. There's just one place where students are students first, and athletics are played with purpose and perspective. That place is your local high school. High school sports, a winning part of a complete education. This message presented by the Nebraska School Activities Association and the Nebraska State Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Call Clay County Tree Service for all of your tree trimming and tree removal needs. Clay County Tree Service is insured and offers free estimates, affordable pricing, reliable service, and on-site job cleanup. Call Brandon today at 402-984-7346 for Clay County Tree Service. That's 984-7346. The Breeze 94.5. You can't take them with you, so Coach Mimic used his second freeze and forward in Chevrolet timeout. Going to be first and ten from the 44-yard line, so that's how far they have to get the ball. Only one second to go in this half. We'll see what the Monarchs do here. Hartman getting ready to go under center. Takes the snap. He's going to roll out, look into this near side. A lot of time in the backfield. Now he's going to roll over to the far side as he's flushed out. He'll just air this one up down into the end zone. All kinds of Mustangs around. Ball is going to be intercepted inside the end zone, and then everyone's wrapping him up. Look like Dustin Stone getting that interception to end the half. So as we get ready for the Allen Superstore halftime show here in David City, Sutton leads Aquinas 30-6 to on the Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. I'm from Hastings, Nebraska. I've been here several generations. My grandmother was the youngest of 11, and she was the first of those 11 to be born here at Mary Lanning. Both of my parents were born at Mary Lanning, as was my brother and I. So, yeah, Mary Lanning's always been very important to our family. I went off to medical school, and I discovered my passion for surgery. And when a couple of the surgeons here in town retired, I was able to come home and bring my family. I've always loved Hastings. These are the people that helped raise me as a small community. It's it's your family, it's your friends, it's your neighbors. And having such supportive people around you just makes your life more meaningful. I'm very proud to be able to take care of people here. I'm Shelley Ferris, General Surgeon with Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Back to David City, Caleb Henry alongside Trent Ockengay. This is the Allen Superstore Halftime Show. Get more for your dollar when you shop at locally owned Allen Superstore. Do you get more Superstore West 2nd Street in Hastings? Let's take a look at how we got over to this half as we got to halftime here in David City. It started out in the first quarter on the very first drive um, after running off. Just over three minutes, Sutton scored first on a one-yard Brett Simonson touchdown run. They went 69 yards to start out that drive. And then Aquinas would burn off eight minutes on a 16-play drive, all to come away with no points, turnover on downs at the three-yard line. 
Sutton would score on their next drive again, this time going 97 yards in three and a half minutes and topping it off with a six-yard Brett Simonson touchdown run. If you're counting with us at home, that's two for Simonson through their first two possessions. Aquinas would have a three and out on that next possession. Um, as that On the first possession, they had 16 plays, second possession only three. Sutton would score again, this time on a five-yard Brett Simonson touchdown run to extend the score to 22 to nothing halfway through the second quarter. Simonson with three touchdowns right there. Then Aquinas and Sutton would both exchange three and outs. Aquinas would get on the board for their first points in the game on a 30-yard halfback pass by Kyle Napier, who also will play some quarterback. That ball thrown to Michael Raruca with two and a half to go in the first half. But just over a minute later, Sutton would score again on a 54-yard Brett Simonson again. Touchdown run. And then on the final play of the first half, it was a Nolan Hartman uh, interception thrown. It was a 44-yard Hail Mary as time expired. Dustin Stone picked that one off in the end zone, and that gets us to halftime where the Mustangs lead 30-6 to over the Monarchs. Plenty more to come on the Allen Superstore Halftime Show. We'll look around at all the scores from all of the classes because that's where we are. It's quarterfinals in 11-man and 6-man here across the state of Nebraska. We'll also have some stats for you here on The Breeze 94.5 and online at platriverpreps.com. Every team needs the right players in the right position to provide a winning combination. It's no different with insurance. You need to have the right coverages on the right policies for the right price to assure a winning combination. Contact our team at Curl Agency for protection written through IMT Insurance. We'll help you customize an insurance plan for you. Curl Agency, IMT Insurance, and you, a team that can't be beat. At Sutton Lumber, we're proud to call Sutton home. If you're proud of your home and have projects coming up, from construction to fix it yourself, visit your hometown store. Sutton Lumber, a proud supporter of our Sutton area student-athletes. As times have changed, so have our customers' needs. Gary Michaels Clothiers and Hastings meets these needs with the largest selection of fine menswear between Lincoln and Denver. Our mission is to provide our customers with a complete selection of quality, tailored clothing, accessories, sportswear, and to deliver an uncompromising level of service. And for the ladies, Gary Michaels carries Brighton jewelry, handbags, and footwear. For casual to professional menswear, shop Gary Michaels in downtown Hastings and on the bricks in Kearney. George's Aerial Spraying in Sutton offers mini spraying services. Bill George, owner and pilot, offers crop care by air. Call Bill today for more information on spraying services at 402-773-5581. That's 773-5581. The Breeze 94.5. Plenty of scores to look at from across all of the classes, but before we get there, we're going to take a look at the Friesen Ford and Chevrolet halftime stats. If you're smiling while you're driving, Friesen is the reason. With Friesen Chevrolet in Sutton and Friesen Ford in Aurora, Friesen is where you need to go for that new car to get you to the game and back again. Check them out online at FriesenChevy.com and FriesenFord.com. These are the Friesen Ford and Chevrolet halftime stats. Yeah, we'll start with David City, Aquinas Catholic. Kyle Napier, 1 for 4, 30 yards and a touchdown. Nolan Hartman, he was over 1, uh, just 30 yards passing there for Aquinas. Kyle Napier, 5 carries, 18 yards. Zach Pandorf, 8 carries, 19 yards. Andy Lyons, five carries for 35 yards. Caden Kozacek, two carries for 11 yards. Keegan Levitsky, one carry for seven yards. Nolan Hartman, three carries for six yards. And Michael Raruka had one catch for 30 yards and a touchdown. Uh, the Monarchs just had 113 
total yards in that first half on 29 plays. We look over at Sutton. Sutton just two for three, 96 yards passing for Jackson Perrin. And Jackson Perrin also ran the ball seven times for 84 yards. And it was Brett Simonson running the ball 16 times for 134 yards and four touchdowns. Jacob Rogers also added one carry for 12 yards. Jordan Davis was on the receiving end of two passes from Jackson Perrin for 96 yards. Sutton gained 314 yards on 27 attempts, 218 of those coming on the ground, averaging eight and a half yards a carry. So, Trent, as we as we got through those Friesen Ford and Chevrolet halftime stats, uh, initial impressions just because right now it's not very often that we see Sutton, especially in the first half, almost get 100 yards passing. But really that, that came, although, yes, it is only on two completions, but it's seam routes from the tight ends, and that's continuing to open more things up when Perrin's in at quarterback. He's thrown the ball a couple times. Uh, when Wiseman's in at quarterback, they're running mostly an eye and a Maryland eye. Perrin is running the ball all over the place. Simonson's having, self, having himself a day, but he's also having himself one heck of a 2018. Um, and then Aquinas, after that first drive where they went and burned off 16 plays, eight minutes, and then the way they went through that rest of that half, just impressions through the first half. Um, I did not expect Sutton to just come out and dominate the offensive line and uh, the perimeter blocking like they have. Just their blocking has been so superb so far because we're seeing, uh, while you know Simonson will get bottled up for two or three yards, then he'll pop for 12, he'll pop for 13, um, 20. He's got runs of 12, 13, 20, and 54, and Perrin, Runs of 10, 29, 25, 10, and 12. So uh, big, big plays so far. And I didn't expect that coming into the game because David City Aquinas is playing so well um, towards the end of this year. They're a well-coached football team. Obviously, uh, you know, this is their 39th playoff game in the last 11 seasons. Uh, you know, they're well-versed on what quarterfinal football is. But So I didn't expect Sutton to come out and put 30 points on the board. Can some of that be attributed to, and as we talked with uh, Coach Mimic, before the game in the Ravenna Sanitation coaches interview. Can some of that be attributed to youth versus a senior-dominated team? Uh, the way Sutton came out, established the line. Uh, they gave up a bunch of yards, but the bend don't break, didn't give up any points on the first drive. And Aquinas Catholic, although they have played really, really well, the youth have had to grow up. They are a lot of sophomores on this ball club. Yeah, definitely plays a huge part of it. Um, you know, just being a senior and coming out like Sutton did and establishing that line of scrimmage and coming out running, uh, you know, getting a 69-yard drive put together on the first drive just puts doubt into a young a young player's mind. Uh, you know, sophomore, the difference between a sophomore and a senior is just huge. I, re, I mean, I'm sure you can say the same thing in all sports. Just you just grow so much. Uh, you're you're almost a grown man by the time you know you're you're 18 years old versus 16. You know, and it's not even physical. It's so much of it's mental as well. Yeah, because you've played so much football and and the game just slows down for you, and you can tell Aquinas they're good. We're in a round of eight right now, but you know, in a year or two, look out. They're they're just going to be. Um, you know, really hard to slow down. But Sutton right now, they've got everything. They've got the big line, and they're physical. They've got backs. They have got they can throw the ball, and their defense plays good. Um, you know, they've got all the tools. They're making a run, and I we got a big one next week. Uh, you know, if Sutton can pull this out of 30-6, to six, we see crazy stuff happen. But uh, Norfolk Catholic and Sutton looking ahead, uh, a potential huge game. 
Well, right now, as we said at halftime, Sutton does lead David City Aquinas Catholic 30-6. to Plenty more to come from the Allen Superstore halftime show. Not just that Norfolk Catholic score, but we'll give you the rest from 11-man and 6-man. Where 6-man, hey, watch out, Will Hill was trailing the number two seed in six-man. They were trailing early in the game. That game, that score, now in the fourth quarter, it's a lot tighter than it was over on Power 99, but you're listening to Halftime here on the Breeze 94.5 and online at platriverpreps.com. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. My grandfather was an orthopedic surgeon in Omaha, and he told me not to go into medicine. And my wife said that she would never marry a doctor, and so I went to the PA. And one night, called her, said, I'm going to be home late. And she said, well, you should have just gone to medical school. So at that point, I went back through medical school. It's kind of what I've always wanted to do. One of the things that kind of attracted me to Mary Lanning, you see that they take good care of people. I've always wanted to practice in a smaller town. And Mary Lanning had all the qualities that we were searching for in our job and our location and where to raise our children. And I think... He seems was a perfect fit for us. This is where we were supposed to be. I'm Brent Hood, orthopedic surgeon, Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. George's Aerial Spraying in Sutton offers many spraying services. Bill George, owner and pilot, offers crop care by air. Call Bill today for more information on spraying services at 402-773-5581. That's 773-5581. The Breeze 94.5. Welcome back into the Allen Superstore Halftime Show. Let's take a look at scores from all the way around all of the classes. Let's begin in Class A, where all of these games are at the half. Number one, Burke leads Lincoln Southeast 21 to nothing. It's tied between Omaha Westside and Millard West in that 4-5 matchup in the 3-11 game at the half. It's number 11, Elkhorn South leading Bellevue West 28-22. to And it's number two, Millard South leading number seven, Grand Island, who had that amazing comeback last week just to get into the quarterfinals. It's Millard South 14, Grand Island 7 in Class B at the half. Omaha Scott leads Blair 47 to nothing in the fourth quarter. It's number five, Waverly leading number four, McCook 36-30 to at the half. York leads Seward 14 to 13, and in the second quarter, it's number seven Omaha Ron Colley leading number two Scotts Bluff 35 to 14. In Class C1, in the second quarter, it's top seeded Aurora leading Gothenburg 41 to 14 at the half. Over on 12:30 a.m. KHAS Radio, it's Wahoo leading Adam Central 31 to seven. Also at the half, it's Ord leading Ashland Greenwood 35 to seven, and Pierce with a one-point lead on Wahoo Bishop Newman. It's the 2-10 matchup, 21-20 in the fourth quarter. A lot of folks saying that Pierce might be one of those teams that can give Aurora a run for their money in C1. In C2, where we are, all of these scores are at the half. It's top-seeded Centennial trailing 
Bancroft, Rosalie, Lions, Decatur, Centennial. One of the losses for both of these teams playing here for Sutton and Aquinas. It's a 13-7 lead for BRLD over Centennial. Also at the half on that side of the bracket, Oakland Craig leads Wilbur Claytonia 20 to nothing. At the half, it's Norfolk Catholic leading St. Paul 42 to nothing. And here in David City, Sutton leads Aquinas 30 to 6. So if those scores hold out, Sutton will be at Norfolk Catholic next week. And then in six-man, we got a whole bunch of scores from this one. Actually, finals, we're only waiting on one final which we will give after we look at uh, on we'll give that fourth quarter score that game's going on on power 99 but on the top side of the bracket top seeded Hay Springs defeated Spalding Academy 51 to 8 four seed Minotaur defeated Hyannis 58 to 18 so we'll have a 1-4 in that semifinal on the semifinal on the on the bottom side of the bracket it was number 3 Harvard defeating Cody Kilgore 70 to 37 earlier today on 1230 KHAS radio and on power 99 going on right now McCool Junction just scored but it's Wilcox Hildreth, undefeated on the air, leads McCool Junction in the fourth quarter, 62-58. to 58. It's a shootout over on Power 99. Everyone has looked forward to the possibility of that semifinal matchup with Wilcox Hildreth and Harvard, but McCool Junction, Trent, really holding their own right now on Power 99. Yeah, just giving them a heck of a game. You know, in six, man, there's so much space on the field that um, – a lot can happen, but Wilcox Hilder, they've been dominant all year. They put up 100 points last week, and uh, so they can score in the blink of an eye, and, and if they can hang on here, we have a we have a heck of a semifinal matchup coming up if, if Wilcox Hilder pulls that out. It would be Harvard and Wilcox Hilder. Um, really looking forward to that game. Uh, Six-man, just, just a, I'm so glad that the NSAA brought that back, and, you know, it's under the their umbrella now. Um, you know, Harvard has been dominant all year. Uh, they went 70-37. They usually don't give up that many points. Uh, Cody Gilgore, Kilgore put up a heck of a fight today. And, you know, on the other side of the bracket, Hayes Springs, the number one seed, really just been dominant, um, taking care of business over the eight-seed Spalding Academy today. You know, there, there's been so many great games. We had a couple great ones earlier this week when eight-man was playing on Wednesday on Halloween. They'll play on Election Day this next week on November 6th and we're going to have a few of those games as well on Power 99. It's going to be top seed in the West, Burwell at number 5, Arcadia Loop City. That game's going to be on Power 99. That ball game is in Arcadia, so if you're traveling there, uh, it's going to be at Arcadia Loop City in the uh, metropolis of Arcadia. 6 o'clock kickoff, that's in D1. In D2, we will have a couple of quarterfinal games, both from the West on ESPN Tri-Cities, where Trent and myself are going to be. We're going to be at Mullen, where Overton takes on top seed in the West. Mullen, and then on the Breeze, 94-5 right here, what you're listening to. It's number two in the West, Kennesaw, hosting Lawrence Nelson. Lawrence Nelson is the 11 seed. Came into the playoffs at 5-3. and three, Have run off a couple of good wins because, let's face it, Trent, those three losses weren't exactly to bad teams. Right. They've, they played uh, Fall City Sacred Heart and uh, Johnson Brock, and then they lost to Kennesaw, th- the top three teams in the state, basically, uh, you know, with, along with Humphrey St. Francis up there, too, and they've really improved as a team. So um, wasn't that close of a game when Kennesaw and Lawrence Nelson played the first time, but, you know, Lawrence Nelson's improved. But Kennesaw is playing as good as anybody I've seen in eight-man over the last few years. I've watched a lot of eight-man games. 
and Kennesaw is right up there with the best of them. Well, if you're at another game and uh, and would like to help us with any of those scores, we'd love to hear them and get those score updates. You can call or text to 308-646-0506. We'll add it to our live scoreboard at platriverpreps.com, or you can follow along as we're, we've shrunk down the number of games going on across the state because we're in the quarterfinals for all of 11-man and 6-man. Use that hashtag NEBpreps. And then don't forget, we will have what we're expecting to be anticipating the final Ruts and Rivals scoreboard show brought to you by Ruts Heating and Air and Rivals Bar and Grill, the Ruts and Rivals scoreboard show following later on tonight on Power 99 and 1230 KHAS Radio. And you've been listening to the Allen Superstore Halftime Show. Get more for your dollar when you shop at locally owned Allen Superstore that you get more Superstore, West 2nd Street in Hastings. So there was an interception to end the first half. Aquinas, no damage done. They'll get the ball to, or to end the first half. No damage done. Aquinas will get the ball to start the second half. What are you expecting the adjustments from Coach Mimic and the Monarchs? You know, when they came out on that first drive, they got uh, Napier really going on some of those toss sweeps and, um, you know, ran a, a strong wing formation. So they've, you know, put two wings on the one side and ran a lot of ice off of there. You know, Napier's only touched the ball five times. He does on the ground he's he's thrown four passes but uh, we got to get napier or not we david city has to get napier going um as this game rolls along i think he is he's he's the key to this game if they if david city wants to uh climb back in this game and if you're sudden defensively you gave up the one touchdown on the the pseudo halfback pass but then really for the rest of that first half defensively played well what what adjustments do you see from coach raymer defensively um just he's got a They've got to set the edge a little bit better and uh, get better penetration as a defense. Napier will get his hands on this kickoff at his own three-run around over to the far side, bring it out to the 25-26 yard line. Good field position for Aquinas coming out to start the second half. Yeah, one minor adjustment I, I see from Sutton is um, they uh, put a few more starters on kickoff coverage there uh, to kind of bottle up Napier because, uh, well, it's at a necessity because he's such a playmaker in the open field. They did a great job there. Uh, stopping him on the 25-yard line. Single receiver to the near side. Hartman under center. Pitching it around to that far side to Napier, who's going to dance around, pick up about six, seven, eight yards on the play. We'll say he's going to get out to the 33-yard line. That's a good first play. Obviously, it's not something going uh, going to be a second down and two. But coming out, that's a good way to set the tone on first down. Yeah, kind of ran a pro strong set there and uh, just ran uh, basically an ISO off the tackle there, and and he was able to weave his way for eight yards. Hartman back under center, single receiver to the near side. Now they're going to run it back up the middle. Maybe a gain of one. Looks like probably stopped in the backfield that time, but not a lot doing third down and short. Yeah, Tyler Orman came out and got penetration and just – and just bear-hugged him and brought him down. And uh, third and two, this is a huge play right here because it's, um, you know, right away in the game, you're down three touchdowns. David said Aquinas has to convert here. No room to run for Pandorf on that last one. Now they're going to pitch it to the far side with Napier, who's going to run across the 35-yard line. It looks like they are going to pick up that first down by about a yard. Yeah, and he's already got two touches um, along with the kickoff return in the second half on just three plays. So uh, just like we said, Napier getting a little bit more involved in the ground game. Now a little bit quicker, a little more pace for the Monarchs. Ball going to be pitched to this near side. Running over here is Andy Lyons running across the 40. He's going to dance back in across the 50, breaks a tackle past the 45, and then drug down finally 
at about the 38-yard line of Sutton. Great run that time for Andy Lyons. Yeah, broke a lot of tackles. Running through arm tackles was Lyons. And if you're Sutton, you've got to you've got to wrap up and do a better job in the open field. They're, um, they're flowing really hard, but when you get to the ball carrier, you have to break down a little bit because he's just he's just shifty, uh, moving back and forth, and able to pick up about 18 yards there. Now there's going to be single receivers both sides for Hartman under center. He'll hand it off going right up the middle with Pandorf, who's going to spin around one tackle, carrying a couple forward. Going to be just shy of that 30-yard line, second down and about two or three. Good start for Aquinas. He converted on that third down with a long run. And um, and now you come out and on first down and you get yourself in a second short. And now it leaves you some room to run uh, maybe a junk play, you know, a pass play here or maybe one of those counters that they've been using. But uh, you're on schedule here. Twins to the near side. Motion going with Napier to the far side. They'll hand it off to him. Now he's going to turn it upfield. Going to be really close to where those sticks are. They're going to blow it dead. I think they are going to give it to him. Yep, that's a first down, moving the chains for the Monarchs. Yeah, he had just five carries in that first half, and that's his third carry of the second half already. So getting Napier involved, did a nice job of just doing what he had to do to get to that first down marker. And uh, now you start first and ten, knocking on the door of the 28-yard line. Single receiver to the near side is Raruka, who does have the only touchdown reception. Napier going in motion to the far side. Now they're going to hand it off, coming back to the near side with Andy Lyons. Nowhere to go that time as he's wrapped up by Grease right at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, tough to find the ball there because a lot is going on, uh, a lot of motion, and then they ran, they run the quarterback out uh, to fake the naked bootleg, but really just a, a quick dive there and and if you're sudden, you've just you've got to stay on your assignments and read your keys, and they did a nice job of doing that there. Second down and a 10. Aquinas Catholic has already run off three minutes to start this third quarter. Hartman under center going to fake the pitch. He'll roll out to that far side. All kinds of time. He'll throw it downfield. Ball is caught and wrapped up. Still going to be a fourth down, but a nice grab on that far side by Braden Smith. Yeah, uh, actually going to be third down and five, I believe. Uh, but, you know, the receiver there was – he might have been interfered with even, but uh, able to hold on, and, and Aquinas gets a, about a six-yard gain on that play. And uh, you're back on schedule. Hartman going under center. There's that traditional wing formation. Napier going in motion to that far side. They'll hand it off to Pandorf, who's just going to run off tackle to the far side. Trying to see where that spot is over there. They are going to blow it dead and move it forward. Third down conversion for the Monarchs as they continue to march on this first drive of the second half. Yeah, it kind of looks like their their first drive of the game where they came out and maybe a little more scripted uh, at halftime. They come out and, you know, we used to line up at halftime. And you, you show the coaches where everybody's lined up and then you make adjustments off of that. So putting together a nice drive here. First and 10 from the 18. They'll pitch it to Andy Lyons running around to this near side. He'll get it inside the 15 before being brought down by Cade Wiseman. Yeah, between Lyons, Pandor, and Napier, those are the three guys right now really uh, making a living on the ground. Um, uh, trying to get the they try to spread the ball out as evenly as they can uh napier eight carries right now pandorf 10 lions eight so you can see they want very to spread, even distribution yeah, they want to spread the ball out and try to be as even as they can same wing formation hartman under center motion coming to the near side with lions they'll hand it off going right up the middle that's going to be keegan levitsky third down and short they're going to be out of the 11 yard line and they've had no troubles um, with these third down and shorts third and three now uh, Sutton 
they've you know when they've stopped these running plays it's been Orman and and James Grease coming from his linebacker position um, you know shooting through and shutting those down so here you've got to set the edge and just be you got to keep your eyes up and know where the ball's at same wing formation third down and three from the 11 Hartman under center handing it off to Levitsky going up the middle it is Orman trying to get in on that tackle looks like they are going to be short fourth down and one upcoming yeah and obviously you're going for it here because you're on the about the 10 uh, looking at the eight yard line you got fourth and one and this is a big time play here um, we've seen two drives get to the red zone the first one stalled out and we'll see if david city coins come out i expect maybe like just a simple fullback dive here a quick hitter kinzer rayford was also in on that tackle very tight wing formation hartman under center handing it off to pandorf going to that far side looks like they are going to pick that up so Go ahead and give it to your fullback to extend the drive. First down and goal from the six. That's so hard to stop when you get in a fourth and one like that because uh, you, as, a def- as a defensive lineman, you don't know when the snap is coming. All you can do is watch the ball and watch watch the guy across from you. So um, it's important for the offense to stay on schedule in this type of offense. Hartman will hand it off, going to that far side with Napier on a little bit of misdirection. Second down and goal from the four. Yeah, so gain about three yards there on a little end around to the wingback. Napier uh, lined up as that, that flex end, and he, he just comes across the field and, and kind of angles off and gets three yards. So now um, your second three, you got, you got three plays to gain three yards. Uh, if you want to climb back in this thing, important you convert here. Braden Smith split wide to the far side. They'll hand it off to Pandorf going right up the middle. He's dragging a couple defenders and he's going to run in for the touchdown from three yards out after burning just over six minutes to start this second half. Aquinas strikes. Yeah, that was huge for them to to come out and kind of build some confidence. They're a young team and and you come out and you do, you make your adjustments at halftime and you come out and you execute. And that's really important. A bun- there was a couple of there's a fourth down conversion and a short third down conversion that was really key there. Uh, good job blocking up front, really hard running by those backs. Extra point upcoming. They are going to go for two. Off balance to the near side. Going to roll out on the play action. Hartman looking to find the end zone, trying to throw this one up. He's bottled up, puts it into the back of the end zone, almost picked off. Wouldn't have mattered anyway. So with 5.43 to go in the third quarter, Aquinas scores first. Sutton leads Aquinas 30-12 to here on the Breeze 94.5 and online at platriverpreps.com. Get more than you expect. Feeling like you need to go out of town for the best value on your new furniture? Why waste your time when you can shop Furniture Direct in Hastings? Furniture Direct has everyday low prices on top-name brands like Ashley, Beautyrest, and Catnapper. Plus, get more than what you expect with express delivery, no interest financing, and friendly hometown service. Why drive when you can get more than you expect? Furniture Direct, behind Sonic on South Burlington in Hastings. I'll let you know that the Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month is brought to you by B&B Carpet and Donovan. Be sure to log on to PlatteRiverPreps.com to nominate your favorite athlete for Athlete of the Month. One boy and one girl winner will be listed on PlatteRiverPreps.com 
brought to you by B&B Carpet. The reigning athletes of the month, as were just announced yesterday for the month of October, it's Gabby Mosier of Central City and Dane Henricks of Giltner. So congratulations to Gabby and Dane, the Platte River Preps Athletes of the Month. You can see all the information on those two fine young student athletes at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Aquinas set the tone to start the second half, burning six minutes and scoring first. Yeah, now if you're Sutton, if you can come out and melt a lot of clock off, that's that's going to be really big for you. Ball is going to skip and be caught by Grease at the 10-yard line. He's going to follow some blockers to the 20, now to the 30, a little bit of room out front, and he's going to be shoved out of bounds at about the 42-yard line. Things closing very quickly, but he didn't get touched until he got to that 42. Yeah, I didn't like the way he came down, kind of awkward the way he was spun down, and, and he's still laying there. Hopefully he's okay. We'll keep an update on that. Coach Raymer standing right next to him. He is is off to the sideline, so we're going to see how much they're, they're trying to wait for a, a trainer to come take a look at him. Where he is on the sideline, it looks like they might not be able to start the play until they move him back, uh, get him moved back just a little bit. But as you said, he's lying down right there. Let's take a look at a few of the other scores. Um, now in the second half, in the third quarter on 1230 KHS Radio, it's Wahoo 38, Adam Central 7. In the third quarter, Oakland Craig leads Wilbur Claytonia 20-7. to And then there is a final in six-man. It's Wilcox-Hildreth 70, McCool Junction 58. So we will have that Wilcox-Hildreth-Harvard semifinal game. Both of those teams scoring 70 points today in their quarterfinal games. That'll be Wilcox-Hildreth at Harvard, the two at the three in the six-man semifinals. Still laying there, and they're able to move him off to the side so they can uh, keep playing. But, yeah, he's in a lot of pain. Just came down a little awkward. Um, you know, hopefully that young man's okay. Cade Wiseman in at quarterback. Maryland Dye behind him going Rodgers, and now in is Corey Carlson, and then behind him is Simonson. Simonson will follow all of his blockers to the right side. He's hit in the backfield and spun around. He won't go anywhere. Flying into that backfield, Zach Cromie, who just flew off of that defensive line spot. Yeah, did a nice job of just getting penetration and, and taking on the lead block there and really just blew the play up from the beginning. Nowhere for Simonson to run. Huddling up and taking a little time just because right now Aquinas does lead in time of possession. They've had drives of eight minutes and six minutes, that last one ending in a touchdown to cut the lead to 30-12. to 12. Wiseman under center. He'll hand it off to Rogers going to the far side, and he's going to get tripped up after a pickup of six on the play. When he gets the ball, he just... He moves as big as he is and plays defensive line, some offensive line. He moves quick. It's not like we're thinking back to the fridge getting the ball, but gosh, he's a big guy and moves fast. Yeah, and it, it kind of throws you off with the you know the 66 on his jersey. He plays more like a you know a 44 or a 45. That's just a simple fullback trap there, and and you're you just want the defensive lineman to get upfield and really just run past him there. He is 6'1", 215. They'll hand it off to Simonson going to the far side. Stiff arm coming back to the near side. He'll be down to the 46-yard line of Aquinas to move the chains. Yeah, good job there. Finally, uh, just Simonson's second carry of the uh, second half here um, on the third play. So he gets uh, one yard on the first carry, and then on third down gets the five yards he needed to convert. And, you know, Sutton, if you can take off three, four minutes here, um, we're going to get close to the fourth quarter, and then time is a big factor. 
Wiseman under center, everyone in tight. Maryland Eye behind him. They'll hand it off to Rogers. Stiff arms, one guy in the backfield, and he'll be brought down by a couple different Monarchs in on the tackle that time. Nolan Schultz, as well as a couple other big guys in there. This is a big line on both sides of the ball for both teams. Yeah, a lot of size uh, on both sides, like you said. And they just ran that trap play again to Rogers. And, and they did, Aquinas did a better job of uh, shutting it down, but still able to pick up three yards with it and it keeps the defense honest now they can't they've got to focus in on the middle and can't just let guys run on the outside Wiseman will about fumble the snap but he'll hand it to Simonson running to the near side he's across the 40 down inside the 30 ball almost stripped at the end but he's a big strong kid hangs on to it first down to the 28 yeah Simonson we've seen it in the I think this is our fourth time covering Sutton this year Simonson as the second half starts to um, you get into the second half. He gets stronger and stronger as you go. He just he gets warmed up. He's a he's just a strong kid and he just runs with a lot of intensity. First down and ten upcoming. Now dotting the eye is is Simonson still in there. It looked like they'd moved a couple guys around, but Simon's still in there. Wiseman under center, handing it off to Rogers to the near side. He's wrapped up in the backfield though. Nowhere to go for him on that one. And they've got that. They're keyed in on Rodgers now, but like we saw on the previous play, now they've got to focus on that fullback trap or that fullback dive right away. So it's drawing the linebackers and the defensive linemen inside, and that's going to leave room on the outside for either Simonson or right now Wiseman to make a move. Tad Nyberg getting the one-yard tackle for loss, second down and 11. Wiseman going back under center. Maryland eye behind him, everyone in tight. Handing it off to Simonson on the near side. Rodgers throws a great block. Simonson out about to the 20-yard line where they're at. going to be short third down and maybe about half a yard upcoming for the Mustangs. Yeah, easily manageable now. You're back on schedule. I Just looking from up here, Simonson's vision is excellent. He just is able to just stay patient behind his two lead blockers and then just he's very good at waiting to to make his cut and find the hole for that extra two, three yards. Looking over on the sideline, James Grease has his shoulder pads off. His night is done. Quarterback sneak by Wiseman is going to pick up the first down to get the Mustangs into the red zone. We do hope that James Grease, and we, we, we sent out our thoughts to hope that he's all right. He was standing on his own. He's on the bench now with the shoulder pads off. That's one of the fantastic athletes uh, for the Mustangs. Hope everything's all right there. Obviously not getting carted off, not leaving in an ambulance. So things are trending on the right side, but um, going out to James Grease as his night is done here in the state quarterfinals. As it stands, though, first and 10 inside the red zone for the Mustangs. Yeah, now Sutton's knocking on the door, doing exactly what they needed to do to try to put this game away, essentially. Uh, now you're inside the red zone. Um, really important to convert here. They've already run off four minutes themselves on this drive. Wiseman under center, handing it off to Simonson to the far side. He's going to run untouched about to the 10-yard line, run through another defender, and he'll be brought down at the one-yard line. They're going to say he didn't get in. What a run from 19, 20 yards out for Simonson, who just bull rushed a couple guys. He's really good running back. He's got speed. He's got strength. But most of all, his vision is great. He sets up his blocks, and he can, just with a little wiggle of his hips and shoulders, can just throw a guy off enough that he can run through a tackle. And that's exactly what he did. Got about 17 yards on that. Just a basic ISO up the middle. 
Going to line up that same Maryland eye coming in very, very tight. Rogers maybe a yard behind Wiseman, and they're going to push Wiseman into the end zone. That's a play that is pretty well undefeated if you can get Jacob Rogers pushing you in. So from one yard out, Cade Wiseman gets his name in the book. Yeah, the the quarterback sneak, we haven't seen it not work all year. And then you get a guy like Rogers, you could tell it was coming because they they took the two the basically two fullbacks and they moved them a lot closer a lot tighter in towards Wiseman and and they just had you know less than a yard to go and um, you know a big strong line that like Sutton has you're going to get that yard um, more times than not almost 90% of the time and that's exactly what they did extra point upcoming Wiseman under center with Rogers and Simonson behind him Wiseman's going to keep it after he hands it off or after he fakes it to Rogers and he'll run in for two all by himself. So with a minute 19 to go in the third quarter, it's Sutton 38, Aquinas Catholic 12 on the breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Call Clay County Tree Service for all of your tree trimming and tree removal needs. Clay County Tree Service is insured and offers free estimates, affordable pricing, reliable service, and on-site job cleanup. Call Brandon today at 402-984-7346 for Clay County Tree Service. That's 984-7346. There's just one place where students are students first, and athletics are played with purpose and perspective. That place is your local high school. High School Sports, a winning part of a complete education. This message presented by the Nebraska School Activities Association and the Nebraska State Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. The Breeze 94.5. Aquinas Catholic started out the second half, ran off six minutes and put six points on the board. Sutton on their first drive, capped it off with a one-yard Cade Wiseman quarterback sneak for a touchdown. They ran off four and a half minutes themselves, so only two possessions right now in this third quarter. Minute 19 to go until the final frame. Cade Wiseman puts his foot into it on the kickoff. This one is going to go deep. Ball caught by... Kozashek on his own 10-yard line, running out past the 20-25, trying to find another block at the 30, and he'll be drugged down shy of the 35-yard line. Yeah, good job Sutton, um, on the coverage there. It would have run down and just bottle Kozashek up, but they did get good field position, but uh, really the key is now up 38-12 to 12 is just limiting those big plays and trying to prevent uh, Aquinas from climbing back in based off a special teams play or, or a turnover or something big like that. So, And now, you know, clock's really a uh, factor here for Aquinas. Hartman in at quarterback under center. There's a wing T behind him, handing it off up the middle with Levitsky. Nowhere really to go that time. Good push from the defensive line of the Mustangs. Yeah, but that's going to draw Sutton in. Uh, you know, those simple fullback dives, fullback traps. And uh, that was a dive there, no, no pulling guard. But now that's going to open up the, the outside for probably Napier. We haven't seen Napier in a couple plays. I would expect to get him going on an end around or something similar to that. Hartman under center. Motion going to that far side with Napier. Pass up coming on the drop by Hartman. He'll pump. Now he's going to be chased out of the pocket. Someone's got his ankles. He might get back to that line of scrimmage. Third down and about nine yards upcoming. Hartman had a little bit of time, but there was great coverage downfield. Yeah, just a uh, a coverage sack there because uh, Napier uh, came across the field and they kind of faked the the give to him, and then they wanted to fake the 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 swing pass out to the flats, and then he kind of gave a a juke and was going to go on a a go route, but just not enough time for 
for Hartman to get the ball off. And we're not even going to see one more play come up. So with one more quarter to go in David City, it's Sutton 38, Aquinas Catholic 12. One quarter to go for the C1 State Playoff quarterfinal on the Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. I'm from Hastings, Nebraska. I've been here several generations. My grandmother was the youngest of 11, and she was the first of those 11 to be born here at Mary Lanning. Both of my parents were born at Mary Lanning, as was my brother and I. So, yeah, Mary Lanning's always been very important to our family. I went off to medical school, and I discovered my passion for surgery. And when a couple of the surgeons here in town retired, I was able to come home and bring my family. I've always loved Hastings. These are the people that helped raise me as a small community. It's, it's your family, it's your friends, it's your neighbors. And having such supportive people around you just makes your life more meaningful. I'm very proud to be able to take care of people here. I'm Shelley Ferris, General Surgeon with Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. The Breeze 94.5. Third down and nine upcoming as we get ready to start the fourth quarter. Caleb Henry alongside Trent Hockengay. We thank, present, thank presenting sponsors for allowing us to put high school state football on the air like Impact Ag Partners. Craig Weegis and Todd Travis, your pioneer. See Dealer Hartman under center. Dropping back to pass. He's going to throw this one downfield. Caught just across the 45-yard line. It's going to be a first down on the Kyle Napier catch. Yeah, great catch by him. He went up and high-pointed the ball and came down with it and able to um, lean forward for that first down. And and now that's really big for Aquinas. You, you connect on a couple throws just there. Third completion of the night, but, you know, it goes for that first down. And, and uh, if you want to climb back in this thing, it's going to take some pass plays because uh, – you know, running the ball is just going to take too much off the clock. Down 26. They've had drives of eight minutes and six minutes. Going to have to move a lot quicker, though. Hartman will hand it off up the middle. That's going to be Levitsky running it down almost to a first down, second down, and one as they're inside about the 43-yard line of Sutton. Yeah, that helps us, that wing T formation there, and just a, just a straight dive to Levitsky, and he's able to uh, rumble forward for about eight yards, and Sutton... Um, really just kind of pl- they're playing not prevent but you're looking to prevent the big plays here ball's going to be a belly option Hartman's going to keep it himself run across the 40 35 he's got a little bit more room and he's going to run down it at the 25 yard line be drug out of bounds like to welcome in everyone listening from power 99 as you just wrapped up post game saw Wilcox Hildreth come back and defeat McCool Junction to advance to a semifinal game against Harvard let's get you caught up in this ball game Sutton jumped out to a quick 22 to nothing lead went into halftime at 30 to 6 both teams have scored here in the second half and right now the Mustangs lead Aquinas Catholic 38 to 12 in the fourth quarter Sutton March at the 25-yard line, Hartman under center will pitch it back on the sweep to the near side with Kozashek, who's going to get drug down at the 20-yard line for second down and five. Yeah, Kozashek, he's been he's been running really hard all night. We've seen him mainly on uh, kickoff returns, and that's just his third carry of the night. Aquinas likes to spread carries out between a bunch of guys looking just looking down at the stats: 10, 12, 8, 2, 6, 4. So they like to spread the carries out. Um, amongst all their players. Hartman under center. Wing formation. They'll hand it off going right up the middle with Lavi- with Levitsky. Not a lot of do- not a lot going on there, but he does fall forward. He's a big kid who knows how to fall with the football third down and two. Yeah, important to not ever fall backwards. You fall forward, 
you can usually gain an extra yard and a half, two yards, and exactly what he did. Um, you know, Aquinas spent together another nice drive, yardage-wise, uh, approaching about 200 yards of total offense. Um, you know, Sutton's got almost 400, so that kind of tells you where we're at in this game. Hartman will hand it off. Running around to the near side is Kozashek, who lowers his shoulder inside the 10. Going to be a first down and goal from the 9. They are moving the ball extremely well, but with all of these runs, and although they get the first down to stop the clock, burning some clock, they have drives, as we've said, of 8 minutes to start the game, 6 minutes on their first possession of the second half. This is only their second time on the ball here in the second half, and we're already a couple minutes, 10 minutes to go in the ball game. Hartman will hand it off with Pandorf running up the middle. He's going to get inside the five-yard line, second and goal. Yeah, like you said, uh, Aquinas has taken off so much clock. They run a, they run sort of a Georgia Tech Navy, that double wing, uh, triple option offense. But also at the same time, uh, they have the same mentality as a Wisconsin where you want to try to limit the amount of possessions the other team can get. Well, when the other team is scoring, um, you can get behind the eight ball. It's tough to climb back in a game. Hartman going under center. He'll pitch it going around to the far side with Andy Lyons, who's trying to race to the pylon, and he'll dance into the end zone and put a touchdown on the board for the Monarchs. Yeah, just uh, just a simple end around to Lyons, and, and uh, everybody was crashing down on that fullback dive, and um, nobody was home on the outside. Lyons did a nice job finding the pylon, and now a two-point conversion is big here. Um, you're down 20 right now, um, so you can get it to a, an 18-point game. Aquinas takes a timeout. Got to think about it. Though. Aquinas is going to take the first Friesen Ford and Chevrolet timeout of the second half. If you're smiling while you're driving, Friesen is the reason with Friesen Chevrolet and Sutton and Friesen Ford and Aurora. Friesen is where you need to go for that new car to get you to the game and back again. Check them out online at FriesenChevy.com and FriesenFord.com. We're going to keep it right here on both Power 99 and the Breeze 94.5. Um, as we had said when we were trying to get uh, our listeners from Power 99 all caught up in this ball game in the first half, Brett Simonson had touchdown runs of one yard, six yard, five yards, and 54 yards to help Sutton race out to that 30-6 to halftime lead. Extra point upcoming so far through this ball game. Aquinas is 0 for 2. This is their third touchdown that they've got. They're going to be on the far hash. Two-point conversions, very, very important as they're trying to close the gap right now on Sutton. Yeah, and no matter if you get it or you don't hear, uh, if I'm coaching with nine minutes left down three scores, I'm probably going to try the onside kick to try to get it back because uh, as much time as you run off on the clock, uh, time is just a huge factor right now. Single receiver to the near side, two backs behind Hartman, takes the snap, rolling to the near side. He'll throw this one up to the end zone, but it's blocked, knocked down in the backfield by Seth George, who's got himself already over 40 yards receiving on the other end, big tight end coming in from his defensive end spot. So that'll break up the two-point conversion. 9.22 to go in the ballgame. Sutton leads Aquinas Catholic 38-18 on the Breeze 94.5 Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Georgia's 66 Easy Stop 3G and Subway wants to send a big congratulations to the Mustangs on a fantastic football season. Stop in today for ultra-clean Phillips 66 gasoline, snacks, cold drinks, groceries, and don't forget to wash the vehicle at the car wash. Eat fresh from Subway featuring delicious Goodrich ice cream, pizza, salads, and breakfast. Georgia's 66 Easy Stop really is your one-stop shop. Good luck in tonight's game from Georgia's 66 Easy Stop in Sutton. 
We'd like to thank all the sponsors for allowing us to get Nebraska High School State football on the air across Platte River Radio's group of stations, including Mary Landing Healthcare, Your Care, Our Inspiration. We've only had three possessions so far in the second half. Aquinas scoring on both of them. Sutton scored on theirs as well, but there's only nine and a half to go in the ball game. Yeah, and like we said, time a big factor here. If if Sutton can retain possession here on the kickoff and put together another four or five minute drive, uh, that's essentially going to shut the door on Aquinas. Based on the formation, looks like they're going to be kicking it off deep. But we, if we know anything about a lot of these kickoffs, it's not exactly how you line up; it's how it's executed. And they are going to head, go ahead and kick this one deep. It's going to bounce at the one yard line and just barely squeak across into that goal line. Decision made back there by both Wiseman and Simonson to let it drop and then roll. And it maybe only got a yard deep in there. If that ball sits, that's a very nice golf shot. And then Sutton would have been pinned very deep yeah he kind of stole my thunder i was just about ready to say a beautiful seven iron there <laughs> uh right down the middle and and got up got the backspin and was able to roll back but um you know roll roll past the goal line so sutton takes over with good field position on the 20 and uh you know that's the best case scenario for Sutton because they can come out and, and uh, really just kind of put an end to this thing cade wiseman staying in at quarterback maryland eye behind him Handing the ball off to Simonson, following everyone to the near side, running hard. He'll pick up five on first down. Yeah, huge play to get out and uh, just establish the line of scrimmage there on first down. Now, second five, you're right on schedule. Um, you don't have to do anything too aggressive to try to, you know, make up yards. Second five, you can run. You know, they're going to keep running Simonson. Simonson's just having a heck of a game and. uh between him and, and Perrin, who hasn't played a whole heck of a lot. They're trying to get him healthy, but Simonson have a heck of a game. Maryland I again. They'll hand it off to Samuelson. Runs through a big hole, and he'll get down past the 30, about to the 33-yard line. That Maryland I goes Wiseman under center, who runs extremely well, but then at, from fullback all the way back to the halfback, it goes Jacob Rogers, the big 215-pound fullback, and then Carlson standing just behind him, Corey Carlson, and then Brett Simonson with four touchdowns on the game, dotting the top of that Maryland eye. Yeah, and then you have the the big offensive line for Sutton across the board. They, uh, a couple cup blocks in there to open up the hole there, and, and it was eight yards for Simonson. Same formation in here, double tight. Maryland eye, Wiseman under center. They'll hand it off to Simonson again, coming to the near side. He sheds one tackler. He's past the 50. I think he's going to outrun everyone as he's done a couple times. 30, 20, 10. Nobody's going to catch Brett Simonson, who takes this one in from 70 yards out. I get... I almost wanted to call it before because the way it was set up, the line just did a fantastic job. So um, if you're listening at home or wherever you are, the the line splits were are so wide. So that time everybody did a great job of kicking their guys out. And then the two lead blockers came out. They took a linebacker one way, took the other linebacker the other way, and then he was able to run past the safety. And he gets in the open field. Not a lot of people in the state can catch him. The story of this ballgame has been how long the drives have taken, the lack of possessions, but that only took a minute and 11 for the Mustangs to score. Wiseman under center. He'll hand it off, going to that far side, dancing into the end zone for two is Wyatt Bergen. So with 8-11 to go in the ballgame, it's Sutton 46, Aquinas Catholic 18 on the Breeze 94.5, Power 99, and PlatteRiverPreps.com. 
At the Paint and Paper Palace in Sutton, their knowledgeable staff will help you spend your remodeling dollars wisely. The Paint and Paper Palace carries Mohawk flooring and the full line of Benjamin Moore paints. Check their wide selection of window treatments, wall coverings, and flooring options. Located at 234 North Saunders in Sutton. That's the Paint and Paper Palace in Sutton. Good luck to Hunter and the entire Mustang team. The Breeze 94.5. Welcome back into David City. Caleb Henry alongside Trent Ockengay. And right now, Brett Simonson has himself five touchdowns on the game, a couple of them from 50-plus. Trent, I know he's been carrying the ball a lot. What's he got for total yards right now as we've still got more than halfway to go in this fourth quarter? 24 carries, 268 yards. Five touchdowns. Heck of a night for Simonson. By himself right now, uh, about outgaining Aquinas Catholic, and he he's run all over the place with those two touchdowns, long touchdowns, his last two, 54 and 67 yards out. Cade Wiseman kicking this one off for Sutton, going to go to the near side and be picked up by Kozashek at his own 15. He's going to try to dance upfield across the 30. He'll spin at the 35 and be brought down right there to put Aquinas back on the field. Eight minutes to go in the ball game. Now trailing by 28. They, they've burned a lot of clock down three, four scores right now that they're going to have to put up on the board. See more passing coming out from the Monarchs, Trent. Yeah, definitely. Um, and this is a this is a teaching moment for a young Aquinas team. I know they have all the they have a lot of uh, history. They have eight state championships, four of them in the last seven years or so. But not a lot of these kids have been a major part of that. So it's important for them to come out and really just keep playing hard and try to get better. Hartman will hand it off to Pandorf under the center, running to the far side, now back over to the near side. He'll get it out to the 42-43 yard line, second and short. Yeah, Pandorf running really hard. Aquinas, Aquinas plays with a lot of effort. Uh, their their offensive line, uh, you know, they're they're fairly big, and they're they're making good blocks. They've, you know, they're up to 213 yards, 170 yards rushing. That's, that's as many rushing yards as Sutton's given up all year. Um, as, you know, as far as when we've covered him goes, but um, so Coyne is doing a nice job. Hartman under center, he'll hand it off, coming around to this near side with Lovitsky, who's going to run it across midfield to the 49-yard line of Sutton. It's fun to watch all these blocks. Just excuse me, Kozashek on the run. It's fun to watch these blocks get set up, and um, because with this offense, there's so many poles and so many, so much motion stuff going on that. Uh, there's a lot to take in as a lineman as far as where you're going and where you got to fill in and, and who's getting the ball. It's just it's fun to watch. Looks like an official's timeout on that far side to get the chains reset. They do just that, waiting to blow the play ready to go. They do just that. Hartman under center takes a snap. He'll fake it coming to the near side and hand it off going to that far side with Andy Lyons, who's met after a pickup of six. Yeah, they just fake to this near side there and then uh, – run the counter back to Lions in the middle and is able to pick up about five yards. Second down and five upcoming. Burning tons of time right now, though, is Aquinas. Six and a half to go in the ballgame. They've already burned almost two minutes on this drive alone. They've aired it out a few times, had some success. Hardman under center, motion going to the far side, handing it off with Pandorf up the middle. He'll cross the 40. Looks like going to be a first down or very close to it. Yeah, I... Looks like a first down from up here. We'll see what they what they call on the field, whether they got a measure or if they're gonna looks like they're gonna call it third down. They've been very successful on third and shorts, also picked up a couple fourth downs throughout this ball game. 
Hartman coming up under center. They've handed off to Pandorf a couple times. They've also done a quarterback sneak, and they'll hand it off coming to this near side with Kozashek, who's going to run it down past the 35-yard line, easily pick up that first. Yeah, just another uh, basically a sweep from the flex end position just coming across the field and then uh, coming off the tackle there. Able to get about five, six yards was Kozashek. He's it, Aquinas has a lot of really good athletes that are fully capable of running the ball, and they, they like to spread it out amongst all their guys. Going to be very dangerous in C2 next year as some of this youth becomes juniors and seniors. Hartman under center. Motion going to the far side. They'll hand it off, but it's going to come back to the near side. Wrapped up in the backfield, though, is Kozashek getting into that backfield and making the tackle for loss. Kinzer, Rayford. Yeah, nice job by Rayford to disrupt the play. A lot going on there with motion and uh, faking that that counter to the other side, but really it's just a, a simple fullback dive, but, you know, Rayford just ate it up. Good jobs by Sutton to keep keep their eyes up and, and following the ball and reading their keys. Uh, you know, when Aquinas came out initially, they hadn't seen this offense very often, and looks like a Sutton adjusted to it well. Freezing Ford and Chevrolet timeout. Looks like a whole bunch of different players coming in for Aquinas Catholic. We're going to take this timeout with them. 4.57 to go in the ballgame. Sutton leads Aquinas Catholic 46-18 to on the Breeze 94.5 Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. If your last new car dealing resembled a full-contact martial art and not near as much fun... Friesen Chevrolet in Sutton says come find out what low-pressure customer-based auto dealing is all about. The same is true for service and parts. In this day and age where nobody knows your name, Friesen Chevrolet Sutton is greeting more and more folks by their name. And that's why they say if you're smiling when you're driving, Friesen is the reason. Friesen Chevrolet in Sutton. The Breeze 94.5. Following the game, make sure if you're on the Breeze 94.5, you will have the New West Post Game Show. If you're listening on Power 99, you will get the Ruts and Rivals Scoreboard Show with Jeff Babel and the gang taking a look at all the scores from around all of 11-man, even 6-man. We've got all of those finals as well. A couple finals we can pass along in Class B. Omaha Scott and Waverly will advance and meet up in the Class B semifinals. whole bunch of new players in the ballgame on offense for Aquinas. Second down and 12 to go, just under five minutes to go in the ballgame. Now in at quarterback, Caleb Teggy. Got the wing behind him. He'll turn and hand off the ball, coming to this near side, wrapped up in the backfield. Maybe getting back to that original line of scrimmage is Zach Zetek. Zetek. Yeah, now you're going to see um, Sutton Sub, a lot of their guys in too. Um, they don't have. They don't quite have the the same amount of players that Aquinas does, so it's a little tougher for them to sub in and out. Uh, but they're going to get some youth in there. Third down and eleven from the forty five from the thirty five yard line. We see Teggy going up under center. Got the wing formation behind him. Turning, hand off the ball, going right up the middle, almost to a first down. Going to be a fourth down and short for the Monarchs. Yeah, good job there by that JV offense for Aquinas to um, get it to a fourth and manageable, but they'll bring out the starters, and it looks like they're going to try to kick a field goal here. That was Michael Andel on the run, by the way. Now in to kick the field goal, Nolan Hartman, where they're set up. This is going to be on the 39-yard line, so a 49-yard field goal attempt for the Monarchs. 
Hartman nods his head. He's ready to go. Snap comes down to him. Hartman, very good, deep, really good kick. Trying to see where that one goes. That's going to be good. 40, well, where they were, 44-yard field goal for Nolan Hartman. Three and a half to go in the ball game. It's Sutton, 46, Aquinas Catholic, 11, or 21, here on the Breeze 94.5, Power 99, and PlatteRiverPreps.com. At B&B Carpet, every day is the right day to get a great deal on quality flooring with our special 12-month financing. So if you're wondering when or where to get that new look, let our flooring professionals help you select the flooring that's right for you and your budget. Our quality installers will have you living in comfort in no time. So come on in today or tomorrow to B&B Carpet and Donovan and see why people say that's where we always go. The Breeze 94.5. Sponsors allowing us to get Nebraska high school football on the air across Platte River Radio's group of stations, local sports, your music, like Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. The Mustangs of Sutton with a 46-21 lead, three and a half to go in the ball game, waiting to take the kickoff after the 44-yard Nolan Hartman field goal for Aquinas. And we see Hartman trotting up to kick his put his foot into it for the kickoff. That ball is going to sail easily into the end zone, although it is caught by Wiseman, who wanted to get his hands on the ball for the extra point. First and 10 upcoming from the 23 and a half to go in the ballgame, and a whole bunch of new Mustangs coming in the ballgame. Yeah, good experience for both teams to get some younger guys in here, and we'll, we'll see a bunch of new names get in here. And it's pretty cool to, you know, get in as a young kid and, uh, you, you know, you're in the quarterfinals. There's no guarantee you'll ever be back here. So, you know, in 10, 20 years, you could, you can say, hey, I played in the quarterfinals. That's pretty cool. To set up some of this, uh, some of these changes offensively and defensively, Aquinas will take a freeze and forward and Chevrolet timeout. So let's look at a few of those scores. We do have a final in C2. It's Norfolk Catholic, 56 to 12. So unless anything absolutely devastating happens in the next three and a half minutes. Sutton is going to advance, and they will be at Norfolk Catholic, the two at the three for the Class C2 semifinal to get to Lincoln. Also across C2, Centennial leads Bancroft, Rosalie, Lions, Decatur 21-13 to in the fourth quarter. Oakland Craig is leading Wilbur Claytonia in the 4-5 matchup, 28-21. to Over on 1230 KHAS Radio, it's Wahoo leading Adams Central, 45 45- to seven and as we had already said earlier a couple finals in class b it's going to be omaha scut and waverly in that semifinal. looks like cade wiseman still in at quarterback just pretty much to get the uh, snaps from center but a bunch of different guys behind him in the maryland eye they'll hand it off to the far side looks like Corey carlson running it out past the 26 yard line yeah just just talking about wiseman he is a sophomore and he's he's the essentially the backup number two quarterback um, so um, not a starter still in there. He's He still needs to get a lot of game experience himself, especially with uh, you know some of those younger guys that he's going to be playing with for a while. I know Perrin's a junior, so you know he'll be back next year too, but uh, it's good for Wiseman to get as many snaps as you can. Um, you know, my senior year, we ran a two-quarterback system too, um, and Sutton's kind of doing the same thing. Wyatt Bergen dotting the back of that Maryland eye. He'll get the carry to the far side. Now he's going to cut it back to the near side. He's at the 35, pulling defenders forward. He'll get it out to the 38-yard line. Nice run there by Wyatt Bergen to move the chains. Yeah, we've seen him get in in a, in a couple games and some mop-up duty, and uh, he's got a bright future. He's a really tough running kid and just um, 
you know, able to get a first down there. And, and that's good to see is uh, you get your JV offense in there and, and they're able to move the ball. Quentin Jones now going to dot the top of that Maryland eye. Wiseman still under center. Everyone in tight. They'll hand it off to Jones coming to the near side. A little bit of room. He's going to run across, across the 40 before he gets stuck after a gain of two. Yeah, but he pops right back up. Nothing hurt there. Good play there by uh, David City Aquinas there to come off the edge. I think that was Peyton Davis that came in and laid the wood. So, uh, Running enough guys in and off the field that it looks like package changes that you'd see at a lot of uh, a lot of NFL games, maybe some Division One games. Now back there, dotting the eye, Wyatt Bergen back in. All kinds of players running in and off the field, both on the line and at the uh, skill position players. Bergen will take the run to the far side. Stiff arms one guy. He'll get out to the 45-yard line. Third down and three. Yeah, good run by Bergen. Uh, Gain about five yards there. Gets you, gets you in a third and three and uh, opportunity to convert here. Uh, yeah, there, this is a good time to really get all your seniors who maybe don't play and get all your young guys in, and and um, everybody should mostly see the field, you know, if they've earned it. So uh, good job by go- both coaches. Wiseman will take the snap, hand it off to that far side with Carlson, who's going to run for a first down and get into Aquinas territory down to the 46-yard line, just under a minute and a half to go in this ballgame, looking at a few other scores. It is final on 1230 KHS Radio, Wahoo over Adams Central. And then on the in Wahoo, looks like they will be playing Aurora. That's going to be the 1-4 matchup. And then on the other side, of that Class C1 bracket. It's going to be Ord and Bishop Newman. Bishop Newman, the 10 seed in Class C1, takes down number two Pierce, 23-21. to Ord defeated Ashland Greenwood, 42-7. to Yeah, that's a, that's a big upset. Pierce um, was maybe one of the favorites to win, obviously the number two seed, but um, yeah, big upset there in C1. Now we're going to see Wiseman just take a knee on this one. They've got enough. It, there's 45 seconds to go in the ball game. It's only second down. They can kneel the rest of these out. Looking over in Class A in the fourth quarter, Burke leads Lincoln Southeast 35-7. to Miller to West leads Omaha Westside 21-14. to Bellevue West leads Elkhorn South 38-31. to And Grand Island making a comeback as they did last week. They now lead Millard South 27-24 to Islanders. Very stout second-half team. Wiseman takes what looks like is going to be the last knee of the ball game as he is back at the 50. Both teams coming out to shake hands. The water uh, water jug comes out for Coach Raymer as the Mustangs are going to advance to the Class C2 state semifinals on a 46-21 to victory. If you're on Power 99, you're going to switch on over and have the Ruts and Rivals scoreboard show. But here on the Breeze, we've got the New West postgame show coming up. It's Sutton staying with only the one loss on the season as they came in 9-1, and one, now going to extend that to 10-1. and one. They will face off at Norfolk Catholic next week in the Class C2 state semifinals. So keep it right here on the breeze for the New West Post Game Show. Power 99, thank you guys for joining us as well. You've got the Ruts and Rivals scoreboard show coming up. Also, always online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. At Sutton Lumber, we're proud to call Sutton home. If you're proud of your home and have projects coming up, from construction to fix it yourself, visit your hometown store. Sutton Lumber, a proud supporter of our Sutton area student-athletes. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. 
They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. Get more than you expect at Furniture Direct. Feeling like you need to go out of town for the best value on your new furniture? Why waste your time when you can shop Furniture Direct in Hastings? Furniture Direct has everyday low prices on top name brands like Ashley, Beautyrest, and Catnapper. Plus, get more than what you expect with express delivery, no interest financing, and friendly hometown service. Why drive when you can get more than you expect? Furniture Direct, behind Sonic on South Burlington in Hastings. Call Clay County Tree Service for all of your tree trimming and tree removal needs. Clay County Tree Service is insured and offers free estimates, affordable pricing, reliable service, and on-site job cleanup. Call Brandon today at 402-984-7346 for Clay County Tree Service. That's 984-7346. Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. The Breeze 94.5 Welcome back to David City, where Sutton has defeated David City Aquinas Catholic 46-21 to here on the Breeze 94.5. KLIQ, FM, Kearney, Grand Island, and Hastings. This is the New West postgame show. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Well, at the half, we gave you the, the, the recap of the first half, so let's see how the second half began where Aquinas, after throwing an interception to end the first half, came out and just stood on the ball. Six-minute drive that was capped off by a three-yard touchdown run from Zach Pandorf to cut the lead to 30-22. to But then as soon as Sutton got their hands back on the ball, they ran off four and a half minutes themselves. It was a one-yard Cade Wiseman quarterback sneak to extend the lead to 38-12. to Aquinas would score on their next drive, though, as well, but they would run off another four minutes, and that's really the story of this ballgame, how long each one of these drives took and the lack of possessions that Aquinas was able to have to try to get back into this ballgame. They did cut it to 38-18, to but then on the very next possession, just over a minute later, 67-yard Brett Simonson touchdown run. That was his fifth touchdown of the ball game. Sutton would extend that to 46-18. to And then about five minutes later, Aquinas, on really their last possession, it would end on a 44-yard Nolan Hartman field goal. And then Sutton would 
run out the rest of that three and a half minutes to get us to that final 46 to 21. As we said, Brett Simonson with five touchdowns. We'll get all those stats coming up in just a little bit. Um, but first, Trent, just initial reactions uh, on this ball game. Sutton, the way they came out, uh, established dominance early, held it throughout the ball game. And then how long both of these teams just held the ball on series? Yeah, it was a really quick game. Uh, Sutton, just just the different ways they were able to uh, pick up first downs and score. Uh, really impressed with Simonson in the night he had. Uh, you know, Aquinas did a decent job. They'd bottle him up for one, two, three yards, and then uh, he'd he'd pop out for ten or twenty, or you know, he even had a you know a fifty-four yard run and a and a sixty-seven yard run. So, you know, Sutton they it, if they can get uh, Grease back. It overall, it looks like they're fairly healthy. Um, they put up a lot of points tonight, 46 points in the quarterfinals. Uh, that's really impressive to me. And we will have all of those stats coming up as long as what Simonson ended up with rushing-wise. also want to let you know, though, that Centennial, Bancroft, Rosalie, Lions, Decatur, fourth quarter, that ball game's tied up at 21. That's top-seeded and undefeated Centennial, who defeated both of these teams that were playing tonight in Aquinas and Sutton. That Sutton's only loss on the entire year. It is final. Norfolk Catholic wins. Sutton wins. That'll be the semifinal game. We'll get all the stats as we continue along with the new West postgame show on the Breeze 94.5 and online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. There's just one place where students are students first, and athletics are played with purpose and perspective. That place is your local high school. High school sports, a winning part of a complete education. This message presented by the Nebraska School Activities Association and the Nebraska State Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. We're the Centered around you, you, you. One stop shop that gives you more. Shopping centered around you, you, you. Whether you get more, Superstore. Alex, Superstore. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. 
Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. The Breeze 94.5. As we start to wrap things up on this new West postgame show, Trent, before we even get to those stats, over in Class B, a couple of amazing games, and as we look at it, they're both tied. We know that on one side of the bracket, it's going to be Scott and Waverly, but on the other side of the 3-6 game in the fourth quarter, it's 20-20, to York and Seward, and then at in the Scotts Bluff-Omaha-Roncalli game, third quarter now tied up at 38 in Class B football. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, Scott's Bluff was down a whole bunch in the first half, and then um, according to a report, Ron Colley's quarterback went out with an injury, and now um, they've stormed all the way back to tie it. Just good games all across the entire state. Just playoff football is so awesome. And as we saw last week, Grand Island with the huge comeback running off all those points, that's exactly what they do today to advance to the Class A semifinals on a 27-24 to 24 victory, 7 over the 2, Grand Island over Millard South. How about those Islanders for Central Nebraska? Yeah, that's great. You always, I love when uh, teams from our area can represent. And uh, the Islanders, you know, they started out the year with a statement over Kearney, winning 46 to nothing, and then they've just kept that going, played a bunch of these uh, Metro teams really tough. And now, like you said, two straight comeback wins and uh, Grand Island. They, they have an opportunity to give themselves a shot uh, to, you know, maybe go to state. Hey, Islanders fans, we can't even tell you who you're going to play next week because Bellevue West, number three, only leads Elkhorn South, number 11, 38 to 31 in the fourth quarter. And we've seen so many of these games get to one touchdown and tied. All of a sudden, the only one that we know for sure is going to be a victory is Burke over Lincoln Southeast. They don't know who they're going to play next week either because Millard West leads Omaha West Side, 21 to 14. But let's look at those stats beginning with David City Aquinas Catholic, who ends their season at seven and four. Yeah, well, Kyle Napier, one for four, 30 yards with a touchdown. Also, uh, Nolan Hartman, two for three, 16 yards. Uh, did throw an interception to end a half. But Kyle Napier, 10 carries, 43 yards on the ground. Zach Pandorf, 14 carries, 46 yards, and a touchdown. Andy Lyons, 10 carries, 64 yards, and a touchdown. Caden Kozacek, seven carries, 33 yards. Keaton Keegan Levitsky, seven carries, 21 yards. Nolan Hartman, four carries for 24 yards. And Michael Raruka added two catches for 36 yards um, and a touchdown. And Caden Kozacek, one catch for 10 yards. Uh, the Monarchs gained 232 yards on 59 plays. And we'll go over and look at Sutton. Sutton really impressive on the ground. Uh, but it was Jackson Perrin, two for three for 96 yards. Uh, through the air and then also added 84 yards rushing on seven carries. Brett Simonson, big night, 24 carries, 268 yards and five touchdowns. Cade Wiseman, three carries for five yards and a touchdown. Jacob Rogers, four carries for 25 yards. Big old number 66 getting some yards tonight. Wyatt Bergen came in, got two carries for 17 yards. Quentin Jones, one carry, four yards. Corey Carlson, who did a lot of lead blocking, one carry for six yards. Offensively, Sutton rushed for 357 yards on the ground, 453 total yards of offense on 41 plays. 
didn't even have to throw the ball much in the second half. So that's going to wrap things up here from David City, where Sutton improves to 10-1 and on the season. Aquinas ends at 7-4. and We said it before the game, and I'll say it again here. Look out C2 for Aquinas Catholic in 2019 as they get another year with all of that youth. Tons of sophomores and juniors, nothing to hang their heads about. Those four losses all to either C1 or teams playing in these state quarterfinals for Class C2. So for myself, Caleb Henry, Trent Ockengay, Steph Brubaker back at the studio. We will have Sutton next week. We will have Wilcox Hildreth and Harvard next week. Adam Central's season ended in their loss to Wahoo over on 1230 KHS Radio. Still more Tri-Cities and Central and South Central Nebraska teams playing, and we've got it always here on Platte River Radio and Platte River Preps. From David City, I'm Caleb Henry. Good night, everyone. You've been listening to High School Sports on the Breeze 94.5. KLIQ, Hastings Grand Island Carney.